37. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of these airwaves, dial in toll-free, bring up anything you'd like at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Of course, if you believe some people, tonight will be the last night you'll be able to access freetalklive.com as the world is scheduled to end, apparently, tomorrow. No, it's a rapture, so only Christians are being taken up. Oh, okay. And then the world's going to end in October or something like that? What How do salvage <laughs> rights work on all these cars that are going to be left around? I mean, you know, I could use an extra Finders car. keepers, right? right? Possession is nine-tenths of the law. The keys will be in it. You won't have a title, though. Well, of course, the question is, will... You guys can come over to my house and take whatever you want. Oh, you think you're going to be gone tomorrow, Michelle? Uh, if, right? if, if we're raptured? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't actually believe that's going to happen, though, right? No, I don't. So, I'm certain it's not, actually. I'm 100% because some, certain. Because somebody guessed it? Because if if you're going to use the Bible to claim that, you know, that there is, in fact, going to be a rapture, well, then the you The book all... that says that no man knows the hour of the day. Exactly. Yeah. No man knows the hour of the day. So because this guy has claimed to know it, God will not pick that hour nor that day. <laughs> He's going to go, pa, nanny, nanny, boo, boo. <laughs> well, apparently this guy has picked uh, an hour and day in the past in 1994, I believe it was. And his ratings went up. His ratings? Well, oh, he's got a little radio show thing, Well, right? he's got some kind of following, and, yeah. and you know, they say that there's no such thing as bad publicity. So the story you hear out missing of... The da- as a preacher, missing the date of, uh, of, of the rapture has to be bad publicity. You ought to do it like Jim Jones and have everyone drink, drink Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. <laughs> You'll go down in history. Raleigh, North Carolina, from Fox News. Uh, for some, it's Judgment Day. For others, it's party time. A loosely organized Christian movement has spread the word around the globe that Jesus Christ will return to Earth on Saturday, that's tomorrow, to gather the faithful into heaven. While the Christian mainstream isn't buying it, many other skeptics are milking it. A Facebook page titled Post-Rapture Looting offers this invitation. (laughs) When everyone is gone and God's not looking, we need to pick up some sweet stereo equipment and maybe some new furniture for the mansion we're going to squat in. By Wednesday afternoon, more than 175,000 people had indicated that they would be attending that particular public event. The prediction's also being mocked in the comic strip Doonesbury and has inspired rapture parties to celebrate what hosts expect will be the failure of the world to come to an end. In the army town of Fayetteville, North Carolina, the local chapter of the American Humanist Association has turned the event into a two-day extravaganza with a Saturday night party followed by a day after concert. The organizer said, it's not meant to be insulting, but come on, even Christians are openly scoffing at this. Now, uh, Michelle, uh, resident Christian here, if I'm... (laughs) actually drunk rch at the time will will god still take me wait if you've been saved well i you know it really depends on who you believe the baptists would claim that i i you and i are going to go because at some point in our lives we uh you know we we were baptized or we you know being baptized is all it takes it depends it depends on who you on, on who you ask i've said before that i think that jesus whether you're a christian or not ought to be the mascot for the anarchist movement because he certainly uh, did not uh, obey the law of the land and and rejected, you know, the the government officials. But um, as far as mm, being drunk or whatever, he's he claimed that uh, 
all things are permissible, but not all things are beneficial. So he either died for all sins or died for most of them, in which case it wasn't it, it wasn't completed. And if he was resurrected from the dead, as we Christians claim, then he fulfilled the uh, and satisfied the requirement that all sins be paid for. So even you being drunk. I would include that. So, like, I'll shoot up in the air. Will it be like going through a giant dialysis machine where it just sucks all the alcohol out of me, or will I still be drunk in heaven? Good question. You're going to have a new body. (laughs) And that one won't be drunk. Mine's not going to have a pooch. It might be be drunk all the time. And I'm going to have slender thighs, not big old beefy ones. (laughs) Your your thighs are just fine. So the prediction originates with Harold Camping, an 89-year-old retired civil engineer from Oakland, California, who founded Family Radio Worldwide, an independent ministry that has broadcast his prediction around the world. Uh, There was even a video on YouTube the other day of Jimmy Justice. I don't know if y'all are familiar with Jimmy. I'm not. He's the fellow in New York City who uh, goes after the meter maids um, that park (laughs) illegally. Is is that like Arnold Schwarzenegger going after the housekeeper maids? He's not doing exactly the same thing to them. Jimmy Justice does it with a video camera, and he's it's great stuff. If you've never seen a Jimmy Justice video, you should go to YouTube and look for him um, because what he does is generally he'll find some New York parking enforcement bureaucrat. Parked illegally, stand around wherever it is that car is with his video camera, try to ascertain where the bureaucrat is. Because usually they're parking illegally to like go into McDonald's or to go to the bank or to, you know, to go take care of something personal. Mm-hmm. So they're not using that space for any kind of so-called official business. And he just waits until they come out of the store and calls them out. Nice. And he's got this New York demeanor. Yeah, he freaks out on them. <laughs> yeah. So Just freaks out. Yo. Yeah. I mean, he's got the accent, he's got the demeanor, and he's not afraid to use the F bomb, and he just tells them how he feels about what they've done. And it's it's some great footage. So he oh, ended up confronting one of these uh, 21sters, for lack of a better term, uh, the folks that are standing in the streets in New York City with a big yellow or the bright yellow shirt on that says something about the world going to end on the, the 21st. Do any of those people make you want to come to Jesus? Do no. any of those well, people crazy. do have, any of those people like e- emote so much love for you? And are are they is their approach? Because I haven't seen any of these videos. Are they out there lambasting? Well, people? no, they're 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 smiling. And uh, but I I think that we're it's a cynical society, at least the one that I've lived in most of my life that that says that people that smile too much are creepy. So, but they're smiling. They're trying their best, and they clearly love and care them? about you. What have you encountered them? I, I've seen some news footage of them, and that's okay. all I, I know. But they clearly love and care about you. I mean, if I was going to heaven tomorrow, why would I spend my time on the street corner trying to get strangers to go with me? I don't care. So, I mean, these people. Oh, what? If I if I was certain, if I was certain mm-hmm. that the world was going to end tomorrow, if for you know, for me, and that I was going to be raptured up. I would spend the last day trying to take as many as, of y'all with me. I just can't imagine you'd be very successful. But I, I mean, you know, maybe maybe it's the cynicism. I don't I'd know. take my clothes off. I don't know why that would work, but uh, you certainly would draw a crowd. She'd probably have more success than the average yellow-shirted 21st-er standing on a street corner. Indeed. Uh, so 800-259-9231 if you want to comment on this. By the way, I want to apologize, and I may do it a couple more times tonight, to everyone who tried calling in the second and third hours of the show last night. 
I finished up the show, Mark, last night, and remember I we made had a call. no like, callers. What the hell's going on here? There was nobody that had called in, and there was one call in the first hour, and then ever since, like the second and third hours of this radio show during the week are the most carried of all the three hours. So we uh-huh. have those hours just on barely more, but yeah, now a lot more stations carry the second and third hours okay. than the, than the first, and so it's unusual that we wouldn't get a single call. It's no big deal. I mean, we still had a good show, I thought, but then I felt really bad because at three in the morning, my instant messenger just fills up with like 10 messages that had timestamps on them from last night. So it was just some weird technical sta- snafu. I had no idea that we had people on the lines last night that were, uh, were holding. So I want to apologize to anybody who called last night and felt like they were being ignored because you wow. weren't. I didn't even not, know you were there. Oops, not intentionally ignored. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you're welcome to call back in tonight if you'd like to share your thoughts at 800-259-9231. Whether it's on this whole rapture thing or anything else, of course, uh, you can take control here. But uh, this Harold Camping, 89 years old, he is a the guy that created this movement, uh, the rapture, the belief that Christ will bring the faithful into paradise Prior to a, a period of tribulation on the earth that precedes the end of time is relatively new notion compared to Christianity itself, and most Christians don't believe in it. Are you one of those? Actually, that uh, particular belief is what's called the pre-tribulation rapture. There are others who believe in a mid-tribulation rapture. And what's the tribulation? The tribulation is a period of seven years where uh, essentially... Um, God lifts his hand and allows for for the prince of the air, Satan, to run rampant. You've got to eat the dog. It's that kind of bad. So there's a pre-tribulation rapture and a post There are those that believe in a pre-trib, a mid-trib, or a post-trib. So this is the pre-trib people yep. that are right now? Okay, yeah. so I want to learn more about this whole okay. tribulation <laughs> thing here in a moment. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. The religion I grew up in, they didn't talk about this end-time stuff at all, uh, at least not around me. We're coming up. This is Free Talk Live. You're welcome to share your thoughts. Take control of the airwaves. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous SuperTuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your SuperTuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, Ian. Michelle. And Mark. We invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free. So enjoy those, including the bulletin board system. You can go get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners over at bbs.freetalklive.com. bbs.freetalklive.com. Dot com. And if you're tired of watching the value of the dollar plummet and tired of the banks charging you fees, you might want to look at taking back control of your own money by looking at Bitcoin. It's the world's first decentralized, anonymous internet currency, and it's gaining popularity every day. It's free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use Bitcoins anywhere in the world, and their value only seems to be growing with time. To learn more, you can visit weusecoins.org. That's weusecoins.org. And we here at Free Talk Live 
are using Bitcoin, you can send in Bitcoin contributions. Just look for the Bitcoin logo at the top right of our website or go to bitcoin.freetalklive.com. As we continue taking uh, your phone calls here in just a moment, give you a little more information on this Rapture uh, character, this Harold Camping 89-year-old retired civil engineer started Family Radio Worldwide and began promoting this end-of-times prophecy stuff, uh, this rapture, the idea that uh, the faithful are going to be just kind of sucked out of their lives tomorrow, presumably, right? Is that when it's supposed to... Like that's that's the rapture. That's what they're claiming. Tomorrow, at some point, the uh, the believers in Jesus will supposedly be taken off into a better place, and the rest of us will be left here to do what exactly? Well, suffer su- lots and lots suffer. of suffering. Mm-hmm. The tribulation okay, is the, what it's the su- idea, supposed to be, right? Right. The I, the reason why uh, Christians claim that there is a pre-trib rapture is the idea is that in order for God for the Holy Spirit and God to basically not interfere or not be present is that anyone because the holy spirit dwells within you once you accept christ that christians have to obviously be taken from the earth also otherwise the holy spirit would in be present so um so the idea is that you're going to be left uh without the holy spirit god's gonna say you don't want me fine and then i'm gonna go away and that uh that people will be "Quote unquote left behind," and I don't know if you're familiar with there's a there's a series of books called the Left Behind series. Yeah, it's a very popular book series, right? And um, I saw the funniest video the other day. It's um, it's done by a, a Christian guy. They have pranks. Uh, John three sixteen pranks is what it's called, or three sixteen pranks. And um, so this girl who was so into the series and just completely obsessed, her friends, you know, they kind of got a little tired of it all. So they all agreed to meet at a coffee shop. And planned this in advance. She came into the coffee shop and they had, you know, got her coffee and they're all sitting around and people, you know, some people that she didn't know as well were there, but they were all in on the gag. So she gets a phone call that's supposed to be a, a personal call. So she goes outside and as soon as she does, uh, all but three or four of the people take off their clothes. They have two sets of clothes on. They take off their clothes. They leave them right there with their coffee steaming and everything. And they, and they leave and she comes in. There are a few people in there and they're going, I don't know what happened. They're just they just disappeared, and she's like, "No," thinking that she's been left behind. This is what's supposed to happen. Is you're supposed to take your clothes off on the the rapture? Well, so no, not gonna, no, not take. Are people I mean, going to get a bunch of sex charges tomorrow? As a if your body is taken, then I suppose. I mean, right. for some reason, in the Left Behind series. That's how it's. That's how it's um, portrayed. Because knocking holes in roofs would be really inconvenient for people. And, <laughs> and right, it, like, there's, no one knows how this w- would occur if this fantastic situation did occur. Is will people actually shoot through the tops of their cars like Iron Man? I mean, will they disappear in a puff of smoke? Uh, will they? Be, and what's w- going to happen if someone's flying a plane? Well, let's find out what you think here and talk to James listening in Nebraska. James, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Michelle, and Mark. Hello, James. Hello, guys. Uh, uh, I have a question for Michelle, and I have a couple of uh, comments on the rapture. Uh, number one, uh, Michelle, I'm, uh, well, I don't want to say recovering. That, that doesn't sound real polite. Uh, I, I, I used to be a Christian, born again Christian. I used to be an Orthodox Jew. And so Whoa, you, and, like, have you ever been Hindu or Muslim? <laughs> Are you like running I, I, through I, the... I, I haven't touched those, uh, those philosophies, those religions yet. You're on to um, Buddhism, though, I bet, right? I, I study a little bit of Buddhism, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> that I have. Uh, so my question to you 
is if, if you want to reconvert me, does your offer still hold of derobing in order to, to reconvert me? <laughs> <laughs> we do have the webcam on. <laughs> uh, with all seriousness, uh, in the Greek, I believe, if you look, look at the words of Jesus, and actually his Hebrew name, because he was Jewish, it was, it's Yeshua. That's how you'd say in Hebrew. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, if you look at his words, uh, number one, uh, many of his the words spoken regarding the element of time um, were to that generation. Uh, one of the passages is he's speaking to his disciples, his apostles directly at that time, and, and he's telling them, there will not be one of you standing here who will not taste the death before you see the Son of Man return in all of his glory. Mm-hmm. To me, that's pretty clear evidence that he was returning to that generation, indeed, if he was going to return. Uh, it's, it's arguable, you know, with the, the, the temple being destroyed in 135, uh, and prior to that, the Roman siege and, and the well, Roman the temple tribe. to which he was referring, I believe, was his body, which was resurrected Correct. after three days. So that's, I mean, you know, there's sure the actual temple, the physical temple, uh, was also what was that Nero? And I thought it was 95 AD, but anyway, well, it was in 70 when you had the uh, the first uh, Jewish war, and then in 135 when it was, it was actually destroyed, and what what we see today in Jerusalem is was what we saw back in 135. That's all that was left was the Western Wall. Um, so, uh, but, but his words, I, I mean, if you look at the Greek, number one, uh, uh, it, it, it uses the word uh, eon in the Greek, and it could be, it could be, either be, uh, could be translated as world or age. I don't think his words anywhere suggest that the end of the world is ever coming. That would contradict hmm. many psalms. Psalms hmm. speaks of the world, the earth, enduring forever. Le'olam Bayet is the Hebrew, never, ever to cease. And so this whole idea of the end of, end of the world is literally, it should be understood more as end of the age. And, of course, then you could get into uh, the different, uh, the, the horoscopes coming at that point, uh, because uh, if you look at... So wait a minute, Judaism, let me see if I'm following you here on this. Uh, you're saying that your interpretation of the Bible is that it uh, doesn't say the world's going to end, but does that mean the whole rapture thing's not going to happen, or I'm confused? Precisely. The rapture, if, 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 if one were to look into the... The, the 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 advent of the rapture idea, the rapture philosophy. It's only about 150 years old. Um, uh, it was back in the 19th century. Some really? when uh, yeah, this young girl. I don't. It's been a while since I looked at this stuff. But this young girl was um, uh, in the United States. Who was meditating, reading the Bible, or something, and and, and claimed that she received direct revelation from God or, or Yeshua or Jesus of mm. uh, this rapture idea, this pre tribulation rapture idea. So she's, so, adding a jot, she's adding a jot and tittle to the good book. Uh, more than a jot and tittle, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at least at the minimum, correct. This article here at Fox and, News does claim that this uh, whole rapture idea is a new notion compared to Christianity. It doesn't say it's 150 years new, but... Uh, end of days, um, philosophies have existed since, you know, for, for centuries. I mean, people are always thinking the world's going to end one true. way or another. There's no word true. rapture mentioned in, in the Bible, though. Hmm. Thanks for the call tonight, man. I appreciate hearing from you and the thoughts as well at 800-259-9231. You certainly are welcome to share yours, and it doesn't have to be on this topic. You can bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. Plus, coming up, news about the anti-piracy bill that we mentioned recently. Apparently, Google is planned to pick a side on this issue, and it looks like they might be picking a good side. Uh, 800-259-9231. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. 
MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zempacs, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features on the site for free. Uh, Lots of stuff there, including archives. So if you've missed a moment of the show, all you need to do is click and download. They're right there on the front page of the site. They're at the top, the last week's worth. Then click into the archive section to go all the way back to late 2006, all for free over at freetalklive.com. Ruger has some exciting new offerings for this model year. The LC9 is a new, slightly larger cousin to the very popular LCP. It's compact, has numerous safety features, a three-dot sight system, and Ruger always has and always will mean rugged. The Ruger LC9, the next handgun you must own. Made in America and made for you, Ruger.com. We're talking about the uh, folks that believe the world is going to begin to end tomorrow. I guess uh, they claim that tomorrow will be the rapture where the saved are saved at that point. Uh, the believers are removed from the earth. And then, as you, according to you, Michelle, now you, you don't believe this is going to occur tomorrow. Correct. But you are a believer in this whole rapture uh, mythology? I am. You are. Okay. And so the basic idea is that the the saved during the rapture are removed from the earth. Mm-hmm. Then God goes away for seven years. Is that right? Well, that's the thing is, you know, I, I mentioned the pre-mid post-trip. I don't, um, prophecy is not my big thing. I mean, you can get into all well, sorts you must have of a biblical. Be- you said you believe yes, in this. Exactly. You must have a belief right. system behind I'm, it. I'm more on, on par with a mid-tribulation rapture. I think that, that the saved are going to be right here with everyone else enduring During the end time tribulation. tribulation. Yes. Okay. And then at some point they'll be plucked out. <laughs> Is that the idea? In the blink of an eye. Uh-huh. And after that, what happens? Um, you, you all that aren't saved can go to my house and there's food and there's a Bible. <laughs> well, it's, it's my understanding and correct me if I'm wrong. Is it going to be raining show. fire outside? I mean, like how bad is it supposed to be? What's well, it's deal? supposed to be really bad. Um, yeah. you know, that's, it, it, it's, it's going to be bad. That's when the number of the beast thing comes along. You're not going to be able to, uh, basically if you get the number of the beast, you won't be able to go to heaven at all. Um, and if I, you, which I, there's, I don't exactly Okay. Have that same belief as like some people preach or whatever. But um, the, the thing about uh, imagine if God, who is all good, all knowing, all loving, you know, is his presence is removed and what's left behind is is darkness, then that's like pretty scary and pretty awful. As far as that number of the beast thing you're mentioning, there is uh, there is a mention of being able to buy goods and services only through a uh, basically a tattooed number. It's a smartphone. So, <laughs> no, no, it'll be tattooed. It'll be tattooed on your body. Not, I don't know. <laughs> Let's go to Todd listening in Georgia to WMTM and Moultrie. Todd, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, thanks, guys. Hey, How you guys mind? doing? Great. What's on your mind tonight, Todd? Yeah, the the best part in the, the New Testament concerning this rapture 
is uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. It says, Concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered to him, we ask you, brothers, not to become easily unsettled or alarmed by some prophecy report or letter supposed to have come from us, saying the day of the Lord has already come. And it says this, Don't let anyone deceive you in any way, for that day will not come until the rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness is revealed. Okay, now that's all Greek to me. What does that mean? That's the Antichrist. That means that the rapture cannot happen prior to the Antichrist being revealed to the world. And what will that? What is it now? Okay, so the Antichrist is what? Is that uh, is that Satan? Or the Basically, devil or the something? son of Satan. Say. Son of Satan. I mean, like okay. th- that's not literal, but for lack right, of right, as, since Christ is the son of God, then the Antichrist would be kind the son of, of the devil, yeah, basically. Kind of. So, what will, what does it mean to you? I mean, do you believe this, or are you just quoting Bible uh, verses? No, I, be- I believe this. I believe the rapture will actually take place after the seven-year tribulation. Oh, a and- post-trib rapture, guys. <laughs> see? No, 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 no. No, I believe that uh, the rapture will happen at the end of the seven-year realm of the Antichrist rule, and then it's before God's judgment falls on the world. We won't be here. Our salvation is salvation I have to stop you because I get a little, I get a little muddled. You know, I, I, yeah. I grew up a Presbyterian. I didn't learn about any mm-hmm. of this crap. Uh, I don't know if that's a typical Presbyterian thing or or no. We didn't talk about it much in uh, Methodist Church either. So so this tribulation is that – hold on. Question for clarification. Is the tribulation the seven-year reign of the Antichrist? Is that the idea? Basically, yes. Now, what what do you expect – what is it going to mean? How will one know that the Antichrist has been revealed? Is it going to be like a a viral video on YouTube? I mean, what's (laughs) – Yeah, any chance that like, you know, King George II from the uh, the 18th century was the Antichrist? I mean, is there any possibility that this has already occurred? Yes. No, the biggest trigger is he makes a seven-year peace treaty with Israel. Don't let Obama here recently confuse you. I don't think he's it. I don't think he is either. (laughs) Why does Israel have – So so this is like part of the Bibles that that plot of land is – Well, that's an interesting thing because people claim that what is now known as the nation of Israel, the plot of land – is is the uh, nation of Israel that God talks about, whereas some people believe that the nation of Israel is actually just those people... Um, uh, who be- believers? No, uh, Jews okay. who... Um, but the, the way that the United States and Great Britain, uh, and what was it, the USSR, I think, maybe? I might be wrong on that one. Uh, delegated that portion of land in a treaty back post-war, World War I, World War II, um, we're, not, we're not all on the same page as to whether or not that is the nation of Israel that God has designated so as this the nation whole, of Israel. Okay, so let me see if I'm following this. You're saying that this whole re- tribulation thing depends on whether or not some politicians make a deal with a guy? <laughs> it's always the politicians' fault. Well, this is and, and well, this is one of the. Is problems. That, do I understand that? that? That's correct. And the Bible's all wrapped oh, yeah. up in politicians. I mean, you know, the, the, most of the New Testament was written in a time frame when the, the you know the folks that wrote it were under the subjugation of foreign rule. They were pissed, and this is it, it plays in it plays in heavily. Um, you know, the the whole destruction of the temple. This was one of the this was one of the most amazing structures on the planet Earth. At the time, this thing gets destroyed by the Romans. I mean, the, the Jews were upset. Any other thoughts, Todd? Yeah, um, I, I believe that 
when it actually occurs. The Antichrist is going to appear to have all the answers to all our problems. He's going to be the biggest BSer in the history of mankind, and then he's going to eventually just go crazy and violent. And if you, <laughs> and then I think the Bible does say a large multitude of people come out of the tribulation. How will you be That's, able to tell the difference between the Antichrist and every other politician? Because he'll probably actually balance the budget and keep it that way. <laughs> Interesting speculation. Thanks for the call, Todd. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. I mean, if you look at what all of these, a lot of these politicians do, they say one thing. People are going to worship him. You know, he, like they, people are going to worship him. He's going to bring Obama dolls he's gonna with bring, him. <laughs> they had a song. Yeah, they, the, the kids yeah, were yeah. singing a song about Obama. I'm not Obama, saying he is, which but is I, I, why know. so many people, you know, they say worship he's all kinds of politicians. politicians. Different from George Bush. I mean, Obama is essentially another iteration of George Bush. So, like, how how will you be able to tell me? We've had these presidents in the United States, and maybe it won't be the U.S. president. Maybe it'll be some other uh, politician around another world, uh, you know, another country. So, how will you know the difference? Because these politicians, a lot of times, make promises about peace or you know in the case of george bush he talked about not doing nation building and he was even talking about peaceful relations with mm-hmm. other countries and then they go and they create wars and they you know they break their promises and they hurt people and they do horrible things how are you going to tell the difference i, I just, can someone answer that one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty. I don't know. I, th- this is th- okay. So as far as I'm concerned, much of the New Testament writing surrounding the rapture stuff is it, it's political dogma disguised as sort of allegorical writing. And the you know, like I said, there's a, there's a great deal of stuff that was going on at the time. It was uh, you know people were upset that the Romans had essentially occupied their land, as you would be up if a foreign power occupied your land. They they you know they had this sort of cataclysmic uh, philosophy there's another book called the um the apocalypse i believe that didn't make the cut to the bible and this is one of the things about you know the revelations it was kind of you know are we going to put this in are we not going to put this mm. in revelation this- one What's that? Revelation it's, did it's win. It's the book of Revelation. It's a little detail, but everyone always says Revelation. You're right. It's You're just right. one. It's 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 Revelation, huh. and and there was you know at this when they decided which books were going to make it and which ones didn't, and this is really what it's all about. It's not about the writing of these books. It's about the editing. Which one made it into the Bibles, and which one which one made it into the Bible, and which one didn't? Toll free numbers one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. It's just amazing how many people believe an old book without any real evidence. It's Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Pure Life Water, helping you drink better and live better by providing a zero-calorie alternative to sugary drinks. Visit us at nestle-purelife.us. When kids are playing, they often don't want to stop to keep hydrated, so send them out with a bottle of water and encourage them to take frequent drink breaks or call them inside for a quick sip. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you'd like at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Yeah, it's 1-800-259-9231. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. Michelle. And Mark. We invite you to our website at freetalklive.com, and you can enjoy the features for free there. If you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, shop with us over at shop.freetalklive.com. You enter Amazon through the links you'll see there. There are links for the U.S. Amazon, the Canadian, the German, the U.K. Amazon. You click the right Amazon for you, and then just get your shopping done. Get whatever it is that you're looking for. 
and get it, in many cases, delivered to you for free, free Super Saver shipping available on a lot of their items. And feel good because you're getting the great Amazon deals that you're used to and the customer service you're used to, and you're helping Free Talk Live out at the same time when you enter through our link at shop.freetalklive.com. That's shop dot freetalklive.com as we continue here of course uh, big news people in cities all across america standing out on the streets wearing yellow t-shirts that are proclaiming that the end of the world is imminent that is uh, tomorrow apparently according to them that it's all going to begin to end uh, and so you know we're taking your thoughts on this of course you can also bring up anything 800-259-9231 jim is in illinois jim you're on free talk live with the michelle and mark Jim. Uh, how's it going? Hey, what's on your mind tonight, Jim? Hey, um, just just call. I mean, this is this stuff is nothing new. Uh, I've done some research on the Jehovah's Witnesses, and uh, they've been pulling the same crap since uh, since their inception. They uh, originally stated that the end was supposed to be 1914, then they moved to 1915, 1918, and so on and so forth. They had a really uh, interesting time in 1925 because then they were so sure it was going to happen that they built a house in San Diego called Beth Sarim. And in the title deed is once they were to return to Earth, it was this house was supposed to be given over to them. And uh, there's just been a lot of weird stuff like this going on with that organization. And When's the last time the Jehovah's Witnesses predicted uh, the end of the, the world? The last, the last time without a doubt that they predicted it, and uh, I believe it was 1975, that was the last uh, firm date they were given. Do you, you think, think uh, you'd think folks would give up on this predicting the date thing? I mean, it's it's, it's obviously doesn't work. Well, the, night, the thing with the Jehovah's Witnesses is is that they've have, in their publications they've done a lot of different things to cover it up. Um, several times they've blamed it on over eager uh, over eager congregants. Um, they have a lot well, of there's never been a shortage of people that want to control other people. And so, you know, sadly, you know, I just don't understand. I'm happy to let people believe what they want. And I think that they should be, you know, leave me to believe what I want as long mm-hmm. as there's no force, fraud or coercion involved. And as long as there's no aggression used against another person. So it doesn't bother me if someone believes that Snoopy is their God. If they try to force me to believe it, then that's another story. And so, mm-hmm. so sadly, though, there are people that are vulnerable and that are not... Um, uh, maybe in their right mind and that can be persuaded through emotional... They're likely of, giving up know? a lot of cash, too, I would yeah. imagine, right? So, like, if you are a cult leader and you can uh, get people to believe the world is going to end, then you might be able to separate them from from a little bit more money than you, uh, perhaps on average, uh, would be able this to. This preacher's getting more press than he's ever gotten in his life Yeah, right I now. mean, it's, that's, that's absolutely true. Uh, so, yeah, even in Christian circles, this Harold Camping guy is known to be uh, a bit of a flaky... Uh, the flaky guy. Where, where are you at in Illinois, Jim? Uh, Morris, Illinois, just outside Chicago. Is, are you seeing any of these people in your travels around? I mean, I don't see them up here in Keene, New Hampshire, but they are apparently in some of the larger cities. Have you seen anything? No, I don't get into Chicago. I, I'm, I'm in the fringe. fringe. I'm, where, uh, I'm where the Chicago area turns into cornfields. Gotcha. So, so I don't see any of this. But um, the, the, uh, the thing is, I'm just curious what's going to happen after all, of the, after all of this goes through and nothing happens. I remember back with 94 when he did this the previous time. He was talking to, 
oh, what was the guy's name? Hank Hanegraaff of the Christian Research Institute about his predictions. And Hank Hanegraaff, who is one of these big, uh, what are they, I, I can't think of the word for it, but uh, he's, one, oh, uh, he's into the apologetics ministry. And what he did was he's like, okay, if you're so certain of this, then deed us over all of your stuff, and right. we will take care of it once you're gone. That's what Jimmy Justice was saying to the guy on the street in New York City, was that he'd like to, you know, to have his car or something like that or his house. Hey, thanks for the call, Jim. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. And that's a good question, is what will happen to these people, these believers, the true believers, who are so dedicated, presumably, to this particular belief system that they are spending their time and their money and their effort to attempt to, uh, to promote and persuade people? And then come Sunday, presuming Sunday comes, and no one has been lifted up into the sky, uh, because the idea is that, like, according to their predictions, Sunday will come. It's just that they're not going to be here. That's right. that's the idea, right? Right. So, uh, so yeah, what will happen to those folks in that case? Will they just slink off? Will Harold nope. uh, release this statement that says something like, you know, some cult leaders have said in the past, like, well... God contacted me personally and said that he changed the date. Or it was the, or they were using the wrong calendar. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> the, the, the calendar excuse is a good one, frankly. Right. Uh, because, I mean, you know, you're trying to go over 2,000 years of... Yes. Uh, is of, it the Julian calendar? Right. Is it, yeah. I think he's even going farther than that. He's going from Noah, I believe, is how he, uh, you know, I mean, they, we don't have any kind of good calendars from then. So I think that's the best excuse. It, it's cockamamie to try to pick a day and... and um, it's manipulative to his congregation for him to be attempting to, to pick a day. But, and quite know. arrogant. I mean, if you if you suspend your disbelief for just a moment and think, OK, that this is all, you know, it's true that Christianity, Jesus came, died and was resurrected and for your sins and that believing in him and that he is your Lord and Savior will give you everlasting life. If you believe that, um, then the idea that you could be so arrogant as to you know, basically be telling God when this is all going to happen is um, certainly not in the spirit of him being God and you being man. Well, he says that just uh, his prophecy comes from numerological calculations, according to the Fox they News always report, do. based on his reading of the Bible. And he says global events like the 1948 founding of Israel confirm his math. He's been derided for an earlier apocalyptic prediction in 1994, but his followers say that merely referred to the end of the church age, a time when human beings in Christian churches could be saved. Now, they say, only those outside what they regard as irredeemably corrupt churches can expect to ascend to heaven. Interesting. So, um, let's see. So, Aziza was born in 91. Omar was born in 93. Faisal was born in 95. So, mm-hmm. there's no hope for children? Faisal? Yeah. No, well, these no, are in says, churches. These are people people that are going to the churches that don't give money to this pastor oh, um, okay. are, in fact, irredeemably uh, corrupt. They're, they're um, uh, what's the term, reprobates. Let's continue here with you and your thoughts. And you can bring up absolutely anything here. 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Stephen listening in Washington. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Stephen. Stephen in Washington. Going once. Stephen. Hey, go ahead with your okay. thoughts. Okay, great. Yeah, I, I just want to say this, and uh, I'm going to say something, and I just want you guys to comment. So I'm just going to throw it out here. Go ahead. Uh, I'm starting to collect uh, um, early Playboys, early Playboy magazines. And as I was reading, you know, you, you read a little bit about them uh, as, as you're deciding which ones to buy. And the January 1958 um, issue of Playboy, 1958, keep in mind this is when the Donna Reed show was on the air, Okay. Uh, and, and you couldn't say damn or hell on the radio or television. Um, 
1958, January 1958 Playboy had a centerfold named Elizabeth Ann Roberts, and the spread was called Schoolmate to Playmate. She was 16 years old. And wow. Hugh, Hefner and, <laughs> Hugh Hefner and her mother were arrested for not child pornography, but contributing to the delinquency of a minor, hmm. and the charges were dropped. Interesting. Wow. wow. I mean, that just blows my mind. Yeah, today, if that would have happened, I mean, you know, people are going to prison for that. Yeah, and, I, and I'm wondering if I buy this, am I going to be arrested for child porn? <laughs> Pornography, or like right? I, I would say that it's yeah. so mainstream that no is the answer. I mean, it's been, you know, <laughs> it would seem to me that you've... It's, it's hard to say, though. You know, it's got uh, continuity. Right. I mean, what are the odds that somebody is running a sting online selling an old 1958 Playboy to try to bust somebody <laughs> for, for child porn? That seems pretty yeah. unlikely. But then again, for Mark to just simply lay out flat and say that no, you... you know, I, I said it happen. seems unlikely, didn't okay. I? I'm, maybe I don't did. know. I mean, I don't but, think so. Yeah, it, it's... It, right, I'm not going to... I'm not going to visit you in prison or send you commissary either. It's it does seem <laughs> unlikely that that would occur. I mean, there are examples of underage people being photographed. That uh, you know, for instance, there are art Brooke books. Shields. Uh, Brooke Shields. Yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. What was the movie? Uh, Blue Lagoon, right? Yep. Uh, what was she? Sixteen yeah. at that time. Thirteen. Thir- Thirteen. Thirteen. Um, so yeah, I mean, you can you can you have examples of this in sort of popular culture, and obviously a lot of it is right. very uh, very controversial. But how many people have actually but, but, been know, arrested that, for having the Blue Lagoon in their right. video collection? But that wasn't my main point. I hear the music coming. Right, my well, main think, point well, was how can... far we've come. Okay, sure. Well, we'll come back. We can talk about that if you'd like here in a moment. 800-259-9231. I'm sure the folks who believe the world is going to begin ending tomorrow would also would agree that you should be put in a jail cell for uh, child pornography or having somebody who's under the age of 18 naked. And there's Mary actually was a, 13. She's just his mom. More coming up here. Hour 2 is next. It's Free Talk Live. Hunting, shooting, camping, apparel, auto ATV, tactical gear, survival equipment. OutdoorBunker.com is your one-stop discount shop for all your outdoor survival needs. From scopes, holsters, and knives to backpacks, flashlights, sleeping bags, and more, OutdoorBunker.com features a massive selection at incredible prices. Orders over $100 get free shipping. FTL listeners, get the UTG Deluxe Universal Horizontal Shoulder Holster for only $9.95. I've got mine. Get yours at OutdoorBunker.com slash FTL now. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you'd like, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there totally free. Uh, Once again, that's freetalklive.com. And for what it's worth, I want to apologize to anybody that's just tuning in tonight who actually tried calling last night. We had some technical difficulties that he was ignoring you. Prevented, and that's not true. <laughs> I didn't even know that there were any calls on hold last night, so I apologize. There were some uh, communications issues uh, with the show last night. So if you didn't get on last night, call in tonight, and uh, we'll do our best to actually get did, you on the air. Did you freak out at three in the morning when you realized that you got all these messages? Did you like wake up and go, "That's it," and, and like have no, a I haven't gone a... to sleep yet. Oh, uh, <laughs> so. Anyway, 800-259-9231 here uh, on the evening before the, the supposed rapture. People in the streets all across uh, America, apparently, attempting to save your soul. And uh, sure, it would be interesting if one of them called in tonight, but you know, I don't know. I don't have any of their phone numbers. Do you think if you're going to get saved 
because you believe the rapture is going to come tomorrow that it's going to stick? I'm sorry, what's the question? Do you think that if you get saved, like that somebody is getting saved because the rapture is coming tomorrow, right? Like because they're, they're scared. They're convinced. Oh, oh, meaning like right now they're like praying to Jesus mm-hmm. that uh, please t- take me tomorrow, that kind of thing. Like I yeah, give myself to you. Like what? What is it? What? What was it that? that what you would just you have accept to say? Jesus Christ is your personal Lord and Savior. Uh-huh. That He died on the cross for your sins. But like, I can't do that because I denied the existence of the Holy Ghost a little while out. back. Right? I'm not sure <laughs> that in fact. Um, I'm not sure that it's possible. Like the, the denial of the Holy Spirit. Thing, Thing, uh, scripturally is difficult to really pin down. I, I don't know whether I in fact that, you can do it. I thought that when you deny the Holy Spirit, that that meant you can't. There's no saving you. At I'm that not point, sure right? you can do it verbally. You may have to do it through action. The Catholic Church <laughs> actually, the Catholics, I, I think, believe that the denial of the Holy Spirit is you committing suicide. I mean, there's really some. Right. It's, it's difficult to say what, what it means precisely. And I'll tell you that every church will tell you, as long as you can donate to them, that you have, you're still savable. So your question is, if somebody is being saved right now, tonight, or tomorrow, or whatever, yeah. that if... Is it going to stick? Presuming that they do not get floated away, or anyone, no one gets floated away tomorrow, will they continue being Christian, is right. your question? Is this detrimental or positive for the Christian movement, as it were? And I'm not sure what the movement is. So I promise that, um, as the one Christian here, that in the event that you are of the mind that tomorrow the rapture is going to occur, if you call in, I will not mock you at all. I'm interested... And curious to know why you believe this. So I don't know if Ian and Mark will, but I won't. I don't. I, you know, I'm. I, I'm very curious about this. Question. I don't. I'm, I'm not prepared to mock anybody, and but I'll you know I'll, I'll mock anybody. That's so that's hard to say. <laughs> you can call it about anything, and I mock you. So one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That is the SACL CAI toll free line. And then at the end of the hour, we actually lost Stephen's call, but Stephen had called in to bring up the question of this old Playboy that he uh, is thinking about ordering. He's looking at collecting some older issues, and I think it was nineteen fifty eight where. One of the young ladies, a centerfold in that particular issue, happened to be 16 years old. Hugh Hefner apparently and his mom were charged with uh, contributing. Not his mom, her mom. Her mom, thank you. Right. Uh, were, right, not Hugh's mom. <laughs> uh, they were charged with contributing to the delinquency of a minor, but the charges were dropped. I apparently. blame Hugh's mom. And so I guess I'm wondering, you know, how do you feel about that issue? I mean, is it some is it child pornography when you have a 16 year old who's naked in Playboy? Is that child porn? I don't think she's a child. Right. She doesn't look. Sixteen-year-olds don't look like children to me. I mean, children. Well, we I think always child, get into the discussion about when you own yourself, when you're an adult. If you're sixteen years old and you're mentally retarded, then you're not you might capable. Be a child. Yeah, yeah you're not capable you of making your own decision. But when I was sixteen years old, I was um, asked to pose naked. Oh yeah, did you? No. Oh man. I didn't, but there are so lots of So if you can make the decision photos. not to, is it possible that, I mean, do you then own your own body there and you're able to make it, the decision to Enough money wasn't offered. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't enough money offered. Well, I'm just saying that if you're able to say no, then are you able to say yes? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, but th- that's kind of the philosophical question that's uh, at the heart of this is, yeah, I, you know, I find it. I find it very uh, difficult to sort of pin down. If you're going to talk about the the idea that uh, somebody, that different people reach maturity at different ages, I would agree with that. However, if you say that, um, well, some people don't have, you know, at 16, don't have the mental acumen to be able to make a decision as to whether or not to, to pose naked, and some people do, well, then what are you saying? That some 18-year-olds don't have the mental acumen? I Are suppose. you saying that some thirty-year-olds don't? Because I mean, obviously, that's I mean, clearly that's what it means. I've met some thirty-year-olds, and I'm curious as to how they find their way out of their house every day. 
you know? Well, I mean, even, even you know, we're, you're just talking about uh, folks that seem ditzy, but what about people that are, you know, I don't know what the term is. Uh, Mentally you know, incapacitated? Uh, otherly capacitated in their minds these days. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, the sort of mentally handicapped types. Sure. Are they able to make decisions to have sex? Are they only able to make decisions to have sex with other mentally handicapped people, but are being abused if they have sex with, say, super geniuses? I, who knows? Oh There's no firm answer, I don't think, to this question, is there? 1-800-259-9231. Obviously, when you look at somebody who is mentally handicapped in those ways, there are different degrees. And so who? how do you decide? How how does one make that decision? Oh, yeah, you're okay to make the decision to have sex. Who decides? But not, but not you. Yeah, and who decides? And should anyone decide uh, those things? That's why I like the idea of, of if you bring a person into this world and you assume uh, responsibility – you know, you haven't given them up for adoption or, or whatever, and that you have a moral obligation to rear them up to the point where they are capable of taking care of themselves. And if they're not capable of taking care of themselves because they have a mental uh Issue. Handicap or mm-hmm. something like that, or physical handicap, then it's your obligation to provide for them um, after you're gone, et cetera. And so, I mean, I think the idea that the government has become the parent in all of these situations is really what we all find abhorrent. Well, right. And it leads to having the, the one size fits all rule that the government has that is, the age of consent is 16 or 18 in some states. The age of consent is 16, and you, you know, therefore cannot do anything. You will, you will, you know, not be able to make any decision about sex. You will not be able to make any decision about being naked until we decide that you can make that decision. It's really a scary idea. So, you know, there are several questions uh, that uh, that come up here. The 16-year-old, do you believe that she was able to make a decision to appear in Playboy? Do you believe that she needed to have her mom to make the decision for her because her mom was involved in, in this uh, this process? So it shouldn't matter. Because Is it whether chum- or not she was old enough, if her mother didn't force her to do it and she was there doing it, you know, it, let's assume that her mother wasn't forcing her. And if so, whether she was of the age of consent between she, her and her, her parents or her mother was allowing it, then it's the point's moot. Is it child porn at any point? Is it child porn when just the 16-year-old decides on her own to make uh, to take pictures of herself naked? Or is it child porn when the 16-year-old and her mother together? Does that somehow negate the child porn factor? Like, if you believe that it's child porn when the 16-year-old uh, does it on her own, is it no longer child porn if she has her parents' permission uh, to do it? And I would think that the, the interesting legal wrinkle to this is, is it child porn if a 16-year-old has takes naked pictures in a state where 16-year-olds can have sex? Or... Is it only child porn in a state where a 16-year-old uh, takes pictures in, an, in a state where only 18-year-olds are allowed to have sex? Well, or, or is it child porn if you are over the age of 18 and you're looking at someone that's under the age of consent? I maintain <laughs> that uh, it is not child porn in any way, shape, or form because it's not a child First and foremost, mm-hmm. and it's not porn. Secondly, I think that, uh, of course, again, each individual's de- uh, definition is going to differ, but porn to me means something of a sexual nature, and mm-hmm. I don't necessarily believe that someone being nude is a sexual thing. Ne- not necessarily. Um, one could say that nudity is a you know very it's beautiful art. artwork kind of thing, and that uh, porn you, you know it only crosses the line into porn when you actually have some sort of sex act that is actually being uh, done within the the picture or the the video. That would that would make the most sense to me. And then so you've got the definition of porn being that from my perspective and then add in the fact that you've got a child, which is, I think, somebody who's not reached the age of puberty. 
So that that would be the definition. Ew, in which case, why would you want to look at that body? Anyway? Well, you know, <laughs> let's not forget that there have been people, multiple people, many people in these United States arrested, charged, their lives have been ruined, ruined and thrown into chaos over pictures, naked pictures of their kids in like the bathtub and stuff. Well, and now we're starting to see it happen with teenagers and this so-called sexting phenomenon, which is uh, there's no, a new scandal, I guess, that has erupted at a New Jersey middle school involving a teenage girl and a nude picture that she presumably took of herself 1-800-259-9231 they are threatening the entire student population we'll explain what's going on more coming up you can take control as well this is free talk live I've started playing a new online game. It's called Mine Things. It's a free online mining game created by a free stater. It's all in your browser. There's nothing weird to download. Your little mining robot guy can mine for you 24-7. You don't even need to be logged in. You compete with other players for resources in a capitalist economy. The virtually mined gold demonstrates the concept of sound money and is exchanged between players tax-free. They even accept bitcoins. Go to MineThings.com and start mining today. It's free. MineThings.com. is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. Michelle. And Mark. All right, so uh, we continue here, and you can, as we mentioned, uh, bring up anything that you'd like. Also want to tell you about how to get your hands on gold and silver. Free Talk Live, uh, you know, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, maybe just as an investment or a barter currency in case something bad happens. Well, we've teamed up with Midas Resources to bring you some really great rates, uh, what we believe may be some of the best rates on the Internet in gold and silver. Don't take my word for it. Go to gold.freetalklive.com. Take a look at the coins that we have there and some coins and some silver pieces. Compare them to the other organizations that are selling gold and silver out there get the best rate for yourself what works for you it's gold.freetalklive.com so uh let's continue here with your phone calls and then we'll tell you about the uh, new sexting scandal that has according to the media rocked a new jersey (laughs) middle school uh let's go to your thoughts though and your calls about whatever's on your mind we'll talk to nobody calling from new york you're on free talk live hello nobody hi this is nobody yes indeed what's on your mind tonight um, I actually had two things to bring up. Uh, one quickly, a long time ago, you guys were talking about uh, that guy still a whole lot. Mm-hmm. This one might be a little bit for Mark, but there's a book by Ira um, Levine, guy who wrote Rosemary's Baby and Stepford Wives. It's called This Perfect Day. Okay. Basically, I think what the Zeitgeist movement ripped off to come up with their whole thing. It's a world created by a centralized computer and then some guy is a rebel and he goes off to hack it. There's a pretty good uh, overview, like a quick notes of it on Wikipedia for UANs. I know. Well, have you, you seen the Zeitgeist uh, films? Books, Nobody? Have you seen the Zeitgeist films? Pardon? Have you seen the Zeitgeist uh, movies? I, I haven't. 
Um, okay, well, I at one point, the reason I ask you the question, you don't have to just you don't have to justify your answer. The reason why uh, I asked the question is because in the third movie, I've only seen the first and third, but in the third movie, right. where they're where they really that's what it's all. The third movie is all about their vision for this sort of the centrally controlled, uh, computer controlled. What is it that uh, Stefan Stefan Molyneux called it? Marxism Marxism with robots. robots. Uh, This vision that they have, uh, that the the filmmaker has, he actually cites his source. His source is, and I don't remember what it was called. The Venus Project. There you go. The Venus Project, which was like by Jacques Cousteau or somebody like that. Uh, Jacques somebody. And so he actually cites his source. So there was this guy that had a similar vision in the 1970s that he, uh, I wouldn't say he stole the idea. He's he's borrowing it and he's kind of uh, repackaging it and he's he's putting it out there. and, And, you know, good for them if they think they can make it work. Yeah, I, I'm just saying, like, in the in the book itself, which isn't a libertarian novel by any extent, or the author isn't really a libertarian author, the book comes across with the libertarian, um, the, the way it has to end up using logic. So it's a very libertarian story because that type of system can't actually work in the real world. Yeah, clearly so the, the sense uh, of the idea it. that some con- computer is going to be able to ascertain what products need to go where and yeah. and how much of them should go there is just absolutely Yeah, and ludicrous. the interesting thing about it is that it works for a large segment of the society, but a big part of why the computer is there is to draw out people who might want to uh, frack the system, to use a Battlestar Galactica term, mm-hmm. but... Um, anybody who wants to hack into the system and become a rebel, they draw those people in because they're the clever people who are going to be able to program it and be able to further take advantage of So they, they want to co-opt the hackers into working. So you're saying they want to co-opt the hackers into working for the system? Basically, yeah. I see where you're coming from. So anyone who's going to become against the system, they, they create little backdoors in the system to bring them in into the system and uh, work for it. You know, uh, I, I think that there's a possibility that a large computer or many computers will at some point make it ex- much, much more uh, efficient to move goods and services around and resources and things like have. that. They already have. Yeah, we right. have logistics. And- I don't let you go, man. Take care of the kid. Thanks for the call. I don't think that it, you know that part is ludicrous about it. I think what's ludicrous is the expectation that human nature is going to accept a top-down authoritarian model of sort of this, uh, you know, computers in charge. Well, no, and the absurdity th- is that the idea would be it would be one computer. The Zeitgeist vision is that there's one computer program that controls the distribution of all resources for the entire world. And no, Stalin that is would have loved that. Exactly. It's yeah. a complete central control, yeah. f- total control freak thing. And, you know, they want to make the world better, and I appreciate that, but they're never going to get everybody to join on voluntarily to a program like this. So, therefore, they're going to have to use force if they want to actually implement this. And, of course, force has all kinds of consequences. They say that they will not do – that the force is not in the formula. And um, I haven't talked to the zeitgeist guy. I have. You've talked to the actual zeitgeist guy. Not the guy, but I've talked to, you know, the one that does does their radio program. People would have to have a lobotomy. They'd have to have their neocortex, you know, overridden somehow. Humans have – 
freedom imprinted on their DNA. They're not going to do this. I mean, they're talking ever about ever since con- the Garden of Eden. Yes. Concentric <laughs> circle cities where you know everything's run by a computer. It's 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 madness. Right. The robots do all the work for you, so you can sit around and eat grapes we'll, all day or something yeah, like that. We'll, we'll all be wearing yourself. The, the the most the most efficient clothing, whether it's I don't know hemp made, uh, you know onesies. I have no idea. Right. <laughs> all of the right, all of the, uh, the the products will be the best quality. They will be made for the to last How the longest utopian. of time. It's exactly, oh, it's, it's precisely utopian. utopian. Mm-hmm. You should really take it's three hours. <laughs> but if you want to have any idea what people are talking yeah. about when they reference this zeitgeist thing, uh, it it may be no, worth a watch. I no, it's so no not. PMS. I, I did the three hours. <laughs> I lost it. Uh, my three hours is gone, and it's never coming back. I've been robbed. I wish it were an hour and a half. Uh, it was a really lengthy explanation of it, but it's such a big phenomenon. It seems like a big phenomenon. I mean, a lot of people talk about the Zeitgeist films. They are these uh, free online movies that this guy made to. And good for him for promoting his vision of what he thinks should be possible. I mean, you know, you've got to have people that are visionaries in order to have sure. things people advance to think. On, on into the future. And it's just that he's got some serious problems with uh, with what he's thinking about. In many cases, he's right about a lot of the, the problems that he identifies. He identifies problems with society, like the Federal Reserve, for instance. But he, I, his solutions are really lacking. Of course, the centrally controlled economy is a big problem. He wants to get rid of money. Right. No he money. wants to end money entirely, which is his solution to the Federal Reserve, rather than having a competing monetary systems. So of- how do you trade goods and services? Just the computer will ascertain who needs to uh, create what and send what where. How do you start where? concentric ci- circle cities? Um, oh, in so which this is totally like Mao Zedong and Stalin. This is just that only because I haven't seen that. Sure, that's that's that. really what it is. Except he will deny that that's what it is. He'll so say that it's is, more like anarcho syndicalism than it is like communism. And for those of us, are we all going to simultaneously, kind of like a rapture, going to invite this new phenomenon into our life? How do you evolve? Well, that's a good question. From here How do you to get there? to there. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. they suggested that you uh, go off the grid at your house, you know, put up solar panels and things no, like no, that. No, no, how do you get from where we are today to being mind-controlled by this computer? I'm just telling you what I have oh, in see. the interview. Well, it won't be I the computer that will control your mind. The computer wants, they want the computers to set you free from having to work and, and such. So the computer will supposedly do everything for you. Uh, 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. You can bring up anything you'd like. This is Free Talk Live. The Ruger LC9, compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP, features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip, and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com LC9. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That number is brought to you by SACL CAI. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features on the site for free. So head over there. Enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy. And the taxes that you have to pay on them feed the very beast that's stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits, each 
rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul lingering odors, no smoke. Just inhale pure enjoyment and exhale water vapor. Take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. Use coupon code FTL at VaporStation.com. Get an additional 5% off. VaporStation.com. All right, so toll-free number here, 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. We were talking about uh, the question of this 16-year-old who posed allegedly in Playboy back in 1958, according to one of our callers earlier tonight, as to whether or not the individual should order this Playboy they're looking to collect the early episodes, early issues. And he was concerned because he was worried that, uh, you know, it might be considered child pornography. And I'm wondering if you think that it is. You know, naked picture of a, a, a 16-year-old in this case, or a 13-year-old in New Jersey, where according to various different websites, there's one here at CBS New York, uh, at, CB, at newyork.cbslocal.com, a sexting incident at a New Jersey middle school has police warning students who may have inappropriate pictures of a 13-year-old girl. The sexting scandal has rocked the Dwight D. Eisenhower Middle School in Wyckoff, and parents and residents can't believe it. It's upset because these people don't realize what effect it has on their lives, said a grandma, uh, grandmother. Once it's out there, it's out there forever. That much so, is, tr- is true. Um, I, you know... So what? How many other naked pictures of teenagers are there on the internet? Well, okay, you've got one more now. I just do. I tend to think that it's not the big big deal that uh, people make it out to be. I, uh, you know, I had this. uh, I had a girlfriend at one point, and you know, she confided in me that at one point in her uh, teenage years, she had had a video taken of uh, her and and. you know, having sex or whatever, mm-hmm. and that this was a big confession for her. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, so you're, you know, like having sex was okay, but taking a video of it was a problem. Uh, you know, and I imagine it's gotten around, people have seen it, whatever. Yeah, okay, so what? Is it going to mean that your life is somehow ruined? I mean, it certainly hasn't ruined her. She says two wonderful boys. She's uh, right. she's Who the head of a company. She's built a, quite a life for herself. Who hasn't done some dumb crap when they were a teenager? I think that's the time that you're supposed to be doing it, right? Right. So what's a big deal? I mean, as long as you don't actually hurt anybody in the process of doing your dumb crap, then what? whoopie do? No yeah. big deal. I did my certainly my fair share of dumb crap in high school. Just went to my 20-year reunion and, uh, you know, people are like, hey, how are things going for you? You know, whatever. And may- maybe if, uh, l- l- let's see, maybe if people wouldn't make a big deal out of this, like freaking out like they're doing at this middle school in uh, New Jersey where they brought the police in to threaten everyone in the middle school. They basically said, hey, you better take this picture off of your phones or else. Or else you may be facing child pornography charges. Did the police actually look at the photo? (laughs) Well, They're criminals. Presumably the police have, yes. (laughs) Right. See, it's okay for the police to look at pictures of naked teenagers. Just you and I, we can't do that. Uh, and other teenagers can't either. Police on Thursday gave the students an ultimatum. Delete the pictures or face the consequences. Chief Benjamin Fox said the following, If you have this after Thursday, that's yesterday, and we find out about it, we'll investigate it, and we will charge you. Wait a second. <laughs> so they can put a time limit on um, charging Yeah, people? isn't that interesting? Are so, they going to be charged as adults? Of course they are. They always charge kids. <laughs> I don't think there's a teenage child porn charge. Yeah, they. Um, so on Wednesday... 
it's okay to possess this picture on mm-hmm. Thursday. It's child porn. Really well, just shows back- how arbitrary it is, right? And we're back to the, there's no such thing as bad publicity, you know, kind of thing. That poor girl, whether she intended or not, now people are so curious, they're going to go look. Yeah, there's people right now trying to find this girl's picture because of our talking about it. Sexting has become an epidemic, according to CBS News, with teens across the nation. Epidemic, I think that just means it's popular, meaning that a lot of teenagers (laughs) are doing this. It's gone viral, epidemic. Uh, Epidemic makes it sound like it's some sort of calamity or that that, uh, the world is is ending as a result of this. And some people would say it is ending as a result of this tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Uh, But a psychiatrist at Hackensack University Medical Center's Children's Hospital said communication is the key for parents. He said that help them understand the risk and damages to their reputation socially and the long-term effects and consequences. How many things that you did in high school that were stupid have had long-term damaging effects on you? Except for I, the whole nine years in prison. I did. Uh, one, <laughs> one big one. <laughs> That's funny. I, I mean, aside from actually hurting somebody, uh, so, not to say you did that, but you were involved in a situation where somebody right. was hurt. The, the uh, worst thing that can happen, the worst thing, the thing that parents really need to steer their kids away from is, well, crime and pregnancy. If you, get, Those are the things that totally change your life. Uh, how about uh, just instead of steering them away from something, how about equipping them to understand that they are responsible for the things that they do? You know, there may be, it may be a true statement that there is some kind of an effect while you're in high school. You might be labeled as the, you know, the, the, the slut or something like that. Uh, they might make, somebody might make fun of you for taking us, having a sexting photo sent around the campus, sent around to different phones. That may affect your reputation on the high school campus. But after high school, this is, of course, what teenagers, a lot of them don't realize, is that high school doesn't matter. Like the people that you're in high school with, usually you don't end up being friends with them for much longer after high school. It's not much like reality. Right. It's yeah, it's like a pre reality. It doesn't it doesn't really have any effect on the so You're thrown together with people of all kinds of different groups uh, together in one place. Told and, that you have to sit next to yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, make make this work, people. So we're going to talk to you about uh, your thoughts. You can bring up anything you'd like, of course. Bob listening in Indy to WXNT. Bob, you're on Free Talk Live. Actually, it's sober, Bob. I called you the other night, and I was walking through the store, and you guys were like, no, you can't say that. Oh, right. Yeah, you were the guy that said you'd be all right and then dropped the S-bomb on the air. All right. So No, I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. But, no, I was – what I was calling the other night was um, it's okay for the police to, like, you know, like videotape us. I'm sorry. It's okay for the the cops to videotape us. Ah, tape. Right, yeah, right. they do from their cars and all kinds of things, right? Yeah, and all that bullshit. Oh, you've done yeah. it again. Thanks oh, for the call. No. Yeah, we've had to dump your call. You think wow. You think he's like doing this on purpose? I don't know. It doesn't matter, though, because it didn't get on the air. So <laughs> no. whatever, dude. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Uh, so a little bit more here from this story where they are threatening these teenagers. They're telling them that if you are caught with this particular photo on your phone after yesterday that uh, you may be charged with child pornography. The psychologist in this case said it's important to tell your kids early on that you reserve the right to monitor their cell phone and computer use. And that makes sense. I mean, you probably are the one paying for it if you're the parent in that situation because they're often, he says, discovering themselves and trying to gain acceptance during their teen years. He said it's important to them to have friends and be popular, and this might be something a child might be doing to gain popularity and to get in with a circle of friends or impress someone at that moment in time. I'd say odds are good it's the latter. She likely was taking the photo to send to a boy or something like that. And uh, knowing teenage boys, he then sent that 
photo on to every one of his friends. Well, maybe maybe a couple who, or few, and yeah. then and then it can go from there. I mean, uh, yeah. a secret's only a secret if, if you keep, you keep it, it a secret. Yeah, sorry. That's the way that goes. So then before you know it, the entire uh, grade level has seen it, and then the, the whole school at that point. The middle school had a similar incident three years ago, and parents said they're bombarded with anti-sexting information, so it's made comprehending this latest incident more difficult. One parent said that they talk about from sixth grade on, even in the grammar school, not to get involved in this. Kids are educated this way. Still, they do. Hmm. What do you know? Kids do so, what they're told not to. So my of my three children, the only one has a cell phone, and she pays for it herself. The other two don't, but when they do get them, they'll be paying for them themselves Mm -hmm. that would be a sure way to deter sexting or anything else that you don't want your kid doing with their cell phone don't buy them one wait for them to get it for for themselves you know they could also have a digital camera as well in which case you wouldn't have to buy it you would have to not buy them a digital camera either of course they're so cheap they could go and get them themselves if they wanted to more coming up this is free talk live your thoughts are welcome are you looking for camping hunting or shooting gear ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you'd like at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there completely free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening is Ian. Michelle. And Mark. So we're continuing here. Of course, you can bring up anything. Talking about a, a news story out of New Jersey, but this could be in wherever you live. Because odds are good if there are teenagers where you live that they are engaging in this particular behavior. And that is the so-called sexting phenomenon, which is basically taking naked pictures of yourself, which teenagers have been doing and other people have been doing uh, for a long time since prior to the uh, age of digital photography. It's a little more difficult to get away with if you had film. Polaroids Um, went around my high school. Yeah, exactly. Polaroids were certainly a solution back then. Now, of course, digital cameras are ubiquitous. You can get them for next to nothing at any local convenience store at this point. And so the cost of entry, the barrier to entry to take as many photos as you would like is virtually zero at this point. And whereas, you know, in the olden days, it would cost you money, even with the Polaroids, it would cost you a buck a Polaroid or whatever. There, yep. there was some level of financial uh, prohibition there to actually taking a bunch of these photos. But it's not now, there anymore. Now it's as, as large as your memory card is. You can take as many photos as will fit in it. And if you run out of room, you just put a new memory card in. So now you've got a situation where teenagers can easily have access to these cameras, whether it's in their cell phone or whether it is just one of these digital cameras. And so they're, they're, they're young, they are inexperienced, they are curious, sexually curious. And so all of these things combined together result in teenagers taking naked pictures of themselves. And of course, the government believes, uh, the government people seem to believe that the solution is to threaten people with uh, child pornography charges uh, to attempt to intimidate them into not engaging in this what is really a kind of a 
expected. A rite of passage. Yeah, natural yeah. Uh, process. Let's play doctor. You feel me? I feel you. I mean, Let I me didn't, look at you. Let I me didn't see take yours. nude pictures of myself when I was a teenager. You but didn't have a some camera. Do. <laughs> I do. That's true. I didn't have a camera like that, so who knows? Some people do, some people don't. I don't yeah. I'm not saying it's a rite of passage in the way that everybody would need to do it, but you know, I mean, I, I get, I think that it's. But it's sexual just, exploration is a, is something that the deal kids are is as do. big as one makes of it, and yeah. they're making a big deal, right? And they're acting as though that this is going to, if you uh, if you take a picture of yourself uh, naked, that it's going to ruin your life, and nothing could be further from the truth. I mean, what Dr. Laura, this uh, talk show host, she ended up taking. You probably heard of her. She ended up taking pictures in when she was in her early twenties, I think, or maybe nineteen or something like that. Uh, in a hotel room with some radio guy, and uh, they ended up coming out uh, like a decade ago. And I don't know, she blew it off or whatever happened. She still got a career. So, yeah. what's the big deal? I mean, even and Vanessa even, Williams, uh, the only uh, Miss America that I can name, uh, you know, they had those naked lesbian pictures that were in the eighties. Uh, showed up in uh, um, Penthouse or Playboy. Yeah, or she got her uh, Miss America pulled right. Her crown. Something like she that, did. Yes, she, she lost. The most famous of them. But right, but then she ended up having a movie career after that. How many Miss America? The biggest career of all the Miss Americas, exactly. other than the one Jane Russell. I think she yeah. was the Miss America too. I've never heard of Jane Russell. Like so. She was married. Or- she was married to Ronald Reagan, prior to Nancy. News to me. I, you know, I'm, I'm younger, so I haven't, <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard well, there of her. Was one I, was, um, I wasn't around back then either, Ian. Okay. <laughs> a reporter on 2020 or 60 Minutes or something like that uh, was was a Miss America or something at one point, I think. Anyway, go ahead. Way to sound informed. 800-259-9231. Well, how, we I, it's not like I studied the Miss America <laughs> no. com- competition. What am I supposed to Especially know Especially since the they don't wear bikinis. They should be wearing thongs, huh? Let's go to your calls, your thoughts. Tom is listening in Virginia to WTAR. Hello, Tom. Hey. Hey, Tom. What's on your mind tonight? I just want to comment a little bit on that situation with the girl's picture. Um, I just want to, on a case story for myself back, of course, it's been years ago, back in the 80s, um, had a real good friend of mine that had a, uh, one of her boyfriends had taken a picture of her and um, flashed around the school, and, and she came, became the, the, the school SLUT. I don't know if I can say that on the radio. No, we but, already did. Slut. Okay, okay, yeah, but um, it's it, it really damaged. I'm sorry? Uh, Michelle's confused about uh, what you can and can't say on the radio. Yeah, you, you can't say the other four-letter S-word. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but anyhow, yeah, but it, it, it damaged her pretty bad to all through um, junior high school and high school, and mm-hmm. she ended up, um, uh, you know, almost committing suicide on it. But the thing of it is, it didn't damage her in the long run because right now she's a um, principal at a local elementary school. So, hmm. I mean, Interesting. even though it damaged, damaged her real bad, and, you know, and, and she, she, I mean, she, we're still friends today, but, I mean, um, it, it, it does damage them, I guess, maybe when they're younger, but she turned out to be something, you know, important now because she's a principal, so. Maybe if people were more open to nudity as a more common thing, you know, we all are naked under our clothes, uh, maybe if we were more comfortable <laughs> with it collectively that it wouldn't be as damaging. Maybe it wouldn't be a, a big deal if no one would make a big deal out of it, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I think back in that era, back in the 80s, it was it was more damaging. But now it's more popular to do stuff like that, where back then it wasn't quite as popular. But um, Well, I don't know. That's a good question, and that would be more of a question for the young people who are actually in the schools to, you know, to address. Is this a big deal as the adults are making it out to be? Uh, how do people actually handle this? Uh, you know, are people talking behind her back, etc.? I would imagine there's a mix. I would imagine that uh, there are still people that will look down on, on someone for, for taking those photos, and there are other people that... Uh, all of a sudden, she's become very popular with uh, as, a, as a result of that. Maybe in a way in which she didn't didn't want to be uh, become popular, but nonetheless. Hey, any other thoughts you want to share? 
That's it. Thanks, Tom. Thank you very much. I appreciate hearing from you tonight at 800-259-9231. But the whole idea that you're going to improve this situation by charging a teenager with child porn possession or being, you know, a creator of or possessor of child pornography and then labeling them as a sex offender for the rest of their lives. Now, that's going to have a lifelong effect. That's going to be something that is going to hurt somebody in the long run, and only the government can do something like that. That's crazy. But that's what they're talking about. If you are caught with this photo on your camera at this school in New Jersey, they are saying you could be charged with child pornography. Whether they will or not will or will not charge somebody remains to be seen. They are threatening them with this, and that's how you hurt somebody in the long term. So how do they, How do, are they checking everyone's camera? They say, uh, in another article, they say that they're not planning on doing anything like that, but uh, they, they have, don't have their a warrant. Ways. They don't they, have a warrant, They right? have their ways of knowing. They won't need a warrant. They'll come up, they can just come up and demand the camera from a child, and the, the, uh, the, the young person does not know their rights, and so as long as you just turn over your, your stuff to the so-called authorities, then no no warrant is necessary. If the cops come to your home tonight, Michelle, knock on the door and say, we're going to need to search your house right now, ma'am. Uh, and you say, okay, no. come on in. Then they don't need a warrant. Right. I'm sorry, ma'am. We're going to have to ask to search your house. No. Oh, okay. Well, this is not going to stop there. They did actually. Please when, step aside. When yeah. my darling, you know, child who's sitting next to me right now called the police on me, you know, in a, in a moment of, of weakness and, and bad judgment because he's a teenager mm-hmm. um, and it was, you know, 11 degrees outside. It was very cold. And the two officers said they needed to come in and search because I was being accused of, of abuse. And um, I said, no. And they asked another time and I looked straight at them and said, you are not coming into my house, period. Good and, for you. And that's what and, everybody They were there do. for like almost an hour and a half waiting outside. CPS came as well. An ambulance came to check him over or whatever. They wanted me to sign things. I said no. And, you know, I, I thought for a moment, if I wasn't such a mouthy, feisty, argumentative, in-your-face kind of chick that has actually experienced some of these things. And, and Pete Ayer, his, his um, repeated uh, videos and things about how to deal with police was incredibly helpful because it was yeah. in my moment of like, <gasps> you know, it was right there. And um, You've got to know this Am stuff. I being arrested? Right. Da, da, da. Then I can't imagine someone who who's a little bit more weak-minded. Yeah, just, somebody who's 15 or 13 or whatever. And they've been, right, they, they've been indoctrinated in this government-rich system, the government-run school system where they're told what to do and they're, you know, the the principals and the administrators and the police officers are held up as these ultimate authorities. And very few people are going to be presented with a situation where some man in a badge comes up and says, son, hand over that fa- that phone. And uh, you know, if they if they do it, then they've consented to it. Essentially, they don't know that they can say no, right. or refuse to yep. even speak to that person. When you hand the phone to the officer, the consent has been given. There mm-hmm. are some things, though, since the USA Patriot Act, though, uh, regarding police coming into your home. I mean, they, they can, the FBI can set up cameras and and taps in your uh, hearing devices, in your listening devices, in your home for mm-hmm. up to four months. Originally, it was twenty eight days, but then in the second, third, or fourth, or tenth, or whatever um, uh, redo of that uh, atrocious piece of legislation, um, 
they can now keep these hearing devices and the video cameras in your home without even asking you and without a warrant, without ever telling you. So it's interesting. It would be interesting to know kind of where the line is drawn regarding the school. Is it because it's a public school? Is it because they're under age that the uh, police are, have this authority? 1-800-259-9231. Uh, they don't really have authority. They just act like it. There we go. Uh, They just attempt to get you to believe that they have it. And, you know, they might actually hurt you. They might put you in a cage. They can do those horrible things to you, but you still own yourself. Hour number three is coming up. You can take control. Just say no. It's free talk. As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy, and the taxes feed the very beast stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why the Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul, lingering odors, and no smoke, secondhand or otherwise. Just inhale pure enjoyment and exhale vapor. Take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of the program. You can dial in toll-free, bring up whatever you want, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site totally free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening is Ian. Michelle. And Mark. All right, so once again, 800-259-9231. And by the way, all the features on the site, we give to you free. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for their websites. Ours is free at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features there. And actually, the site content is created by listeners like you. All the stuff you see there on the main page at freetalklive.com was submitted by somebody like you. Maybe it even was you. You find something online you think is interesting. You submit it to our site as show prep. And then other people can vote as to whether or not they like or dislike uh, whatever it is that you put up there. So uh, head on over to freetalklive.com. You get to vote on things as well. And uh, again, the most voted up make it to the front page and the top of the website. So it's a social bookmarking experience with our listeners being the participants. So go to freetalklive.com and get interactive. Some believe that the beginning of the end is tomorrow. We've kind of been talking on and on about it uh, throughout the night tonight. Uh, certainly, if you're just tuning in, you're welcome to uh, to share your thoughts on the group of people that has purchased uh, billboards and advertisements in various different places, uh, radio, television, apparently. Uh, they've been uh, taking RV caravans around dozens of cities and they're trying to spread the word that they believe that the beginning of the end is tomorrow, that uh, people will float away if they believe in Jesus or something like that. Or uh, shoot like rockets. So 1-800-259-9231 is the number here. Let's talk to Michael listening to WTAR in Virginia. Michael, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Michelle, and Mark. Hi. Uh, I called in to uh, take Michelle up on her offer. She said she wouldn't uh, make fun of me. Uh, if I called and uh, said that I'm ready for the rapture and believing that it will come. Oh, so you are... Tomorrow? Pardon me? Tomorrow? Tomorrow, absolutely. Okay. Okay, so you think the rapture is going to come tomorrow. Are you a member of this man's congregation? No, no, I have no no connection with him at all. So why why do you happen to think it's tomorrow? Well, uh, because it is, and uh, because it, it is, was last, it was last week, and I participated in it, and the week before, huh? and the week before that. So the rapture keeps and coming that, every week. 
In fact, I I was raptured today. I was raptured <laughs> yesterday. Um, what does that mean? I, I, well, are you talking about an orgasm? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the biblical rapture. <laughs> okay. Please explain, because I, I don't understand. Well, uh, I'm a, a, a biblical scholar. I've been at it for more than three decades. And uh, the rapture does not occur in the Bible. It is a Latin word. Uh, does not occur in the Greek New Testament. Uh, the phrase, the Greek phrase that... Uh, that they used uh, to turn to rapture only occurs once in the Bible. It occurs in... Ezekiel, right? No, it occurs in 1 Thessalonians 4.17, and it tells us very specifically where a person goes when they are raptured. They go into the clouds. And, by the way, I've done that many times flying uh, in transcontinental flights, and also... So you don't actually believe any of this stuff, then? You're, you're just, this is kind of you're a joke? You're mocking. Yeah, you're kind of making fun of the Christians? No, I'm not mocking. I am not mocking. I believe this. I believe firmly that uh, what the prophecies do, especially the ones of Jesus, is they condense the, uh, the progress of human technology into phrases that uh, would later be interpreted as those uh, various ages occurred. When the when the Wright brothers made their first flight, they uh, did not actually achieve rapture, but they were on the way. When we what does it take got- to what does it take to achieve rapture by your definition? Because I thought the rapture get- meant that like you get sucked out of your life and you don't come back. You're saying you keep no. coming back from it? No, you must get to the level of the clouds. That's how rapture is defined in that one verse, uh-huh. in 1 Thessalonians 4.17. Well, actually, now, what it says is, Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds, them being those that have already died before us, to meet the Lord in the air. So have you been meeting Jesus in the air? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And so have you, and I'm doing it right now through satellite technology. I am talking to a Christian through satellite technology. And every time I turn on my television where there, where there are Christians communicating with each other about the Lord Jesus Christ, where he promises to be in their midst, wherever they are gathered together, we are fulfilling the rapture. Whenever we do so, that. does this, so. I guess this doesn't make sense to me as far as like uh, what I had. Look, I'm new to this whole thing. Uh, so, what I understood earlier was that this rapture thing it was supposed to be like the beginning of a seven year thing. Well, if you're the, if you believe in the pre tribulation rapture, which these people do, uh, th- there's this tribulation which is seven years. So, are you saying that for the past seven years you've been raptured, or is that the tribulation happening now? Do you believe in any of that stuff? <laughs> You, you have to understand that this stuff is so much more sophisticated than these people are prepared to deal with. Hmm. They fu- okay, they so fulfill- I get it. You're saying you understand, but I don't. And I agree, I don't understand. I, I would never ex- you know, claim to be a biblical scholar or anything like that. But you know, I'd appreciate you being able to explain to me what you, know, you really believe is going on here. Uh, I believe that what the Bible describes 
is a multidimensional universe and a multidimensional humanity which has a new heaven and a new earth being created as we go through different ages of technology and the progress that, that those technologies bring. Like nanotechnology puts us into a totally different mm-hmm. uh, heaven and earth. You're actually creating totally a totally different world. But so, we've been doing it. We've been doing it with other technologies prior to that. Like mm-hmm. I said, yeah, I, I kind of understand where you're coming from. Obviously, a technology changes the world in a very significant way. So Gene Roddenberry, the creator of uh, Star Trek, has uh, made some predictions on how life is going to be inside the future. Is he on some level, uh, par level with Jesus or prophets or something like that? Well, uh, actually, the, the, the uh, Bible verses that refer to Christians would only apply to Christians. You, in a sense, though, are participating in the New Age, a, a, uh, the Rapture Age, as a non-Christian. But so do you believe in the whole Antichrist thing? Of course. The Antichrist is uh, alive and well. Is and, he flying the plane? Uh, pardon me? Is he flying the plane? <laughs> he flies in airplanes, yes, but look. Who is the, the Antichrist, anti- if, if he's alive and well? Well, uh, this is going to shock a lot of people, hmm. but the Antichrist is the holder of an office. If you understand, you know, we, we can do this over a period of, of days. Do you I'll know who it is? Absolutely. I know which office it is. It's which, an office on the, on the earth. Which office? It is the same office that, that crucified Jesus Christ. And Who is it has that? a title. The office has a title. Mm-hmm. Jesus okay. was. Are you going to beat around the bush for much longer? Are you anti-Sanhedrin and Jew? Hang on, I'd, I'd no, like to get no. an answer, please. So, okay, here it is. Here it is. It's a. It's an office holder. He said, "The ruler of the world is the is the Antichrist who was coming against him, and that that ruler had a particular." Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah keep going. Waiting We're waiting. Got a drum roll. Okay. The drum roll. The Pontiff of Rome with the title that Caesar held. Pontiff of Rome. So the Pope. So the, pont- title. The, so pope. the Pope. So the Pope is the Antichrist, according to you? That was Caesar's title before there was anyone called a Pope. So pontiff is are Rome. you saying that the Pope is the Antichrist? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that anyone who holds the title Pontiff of Rome is the Antichrist. Is that, that another term for Pope? Is Pontiff of Rome another? Is that yes. another term for Pope? I've never heard that before. Thanks for the call. The Appreciate Pontiff it. is the Pope. Sure. <sighs> Took a lot to get that out of him. 800-259-9231. a heck of a position to take. The Pope is the Antichrist. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can bring up anything. Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. Or visit porcupinerealtor.com. That's porcupinerealtor.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in, toll free, bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. 1-800-259-9231. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. Michelle. 
and Mark. And you can join us over at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features like our bulletin board system. You can get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners there at bbs.freetalklive.com, bbs.freetalklive.com. LibertyManiacs.com. They have the largest online Liberty brand featuring the most comprehensive selection of original posters, stickers, apparel, embroidered hats, and over 100 different other products. From hilarious satire to hard-hitting artistic commentary, LibertyManiacs.com is devoted to outfitting the Liberty movement worldwide with intelligent, eye-catching, and fashionable gear that expresses your personal dedication to Liberty. No hassle, money-back guarantee on all products, new products almost every day, LibertyManiacs.com. All right, so 800-259-9231. You can bring up whatever you'd like. Let's continue here with your calls and talk. I believe we've got Tom listening in New York to XM's America's Talk. Hello, Tom. You're on Free Talk Live. Hi, how are you doing? Good evening and loving your show and I'm loving your sponsors. Well, thanks, Tom. I certainly appreciate you calling in. By the way, I want to apologize before you go on, Tom, to anybody that tried calling last night. I've been apologizing every hour. We had some technical difficulties last night, so I don't know. If you tried calling in last night, you can call in again tonight. We'll do our best to get you on here, but uh, we we had no way of taking calls because we didn't know they were there. Anyway, Tom, we're glad you're here. Go ahead with your thoughts. Well, listen, you got a great show, number one. Um, I'm going back to 1994. Uh, I was a New York City police officer, just recently retired. But um, there was a church on 41st Street by 8th Avenue that, you know, uh, had that belief that, you know, the rapture was coming. And uh, all the congregants met uh, late at night. They crossed the street and went to the Port Authority bus terminal to take uh, buses to a mountaintop in Pennsylvania where they were going to be brought up to heaven. And... uh, the following night, I saw the buses all return, and all of these poor souls were standing outside of the church, which was now closed with chains on the door. These people gave up all their worldly possessions. They sold their homes. Uh, they donated their money to the church. <laughs> of um, course. And I saw these poor people wandering around, you know, and they were coming up asking me for help. And I just did not know what to do with these poor souls. But they really did believe um, that, you know, that day was coming, and they loaded up, I believe it was about eight busloads of people. And, That's uh, a lot of races, people. All ages, and I got to tell you, it broke my heart. Mm. It really broke my heart to see uh, these people, and, I mean, giving up your worldly possessions. Uh, right beforehand, uh, you know, if you really believe the rapture's coming, why? Who, who are you giving your money to? Yeah, it's it's got it's got to be really sad because this is good. This is likely to happen to these folks. Come tomorrow, no rapture happens. They've given stuff away to people. Are they going to go ask for it back? Hey, uh, can I have my stuff back? Yeah, if you're going to give away stuff, why would you give money to the church? That doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, what is the excuse? What what pitch is this uh, this pastor using to get? Presuming he is doing doing this, but what pitch is a pastor like this going to use to get money if you're supposed to believe that he's going to go with you, right? <laughs> right. Right. He, he's the pastor, so he should be going on this rapture thing. So therefore, what good is it to give him the money? I mean, if you're going to give money to somebody, why not give the money to uh, you know a charity operated by atheists or something? You know, something to where you know that there are people that are going to be able to put it to use if you 
you give it to the pastor, he's supposedly going with you. So that, that doesn't make any sense to me. But then again, these people probably aren't thinking too rationally, are they? Uh, well, again, I mean, they, they were really convinced. And, you know, as they passed me, and, you know, I'm a New York City cop, full uniform, standing by that Port Authority bus terminal, and they, you know, saying... You're a cop and you like our show? No, he's a, he's, he's a retired cop, but yes. Oh, yay. Oh, listen, I have an open mind. I listen to everything because the only way that you learn is to listen. Michelle, not and, all cops are bad guys. You should know that. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I'm one of the best. I, I was the best. <laughs> all right, man. I had, I had a great career. I really enjoyed it. I met so many wonderful people, especially working in Midtown Manhattan. Uh, you know, I, I was hanging out with uh, movie stars, and 10 minutes later... At the, at the expense of the taxpayer. Oh, you're so mean, Michelle. On you. You're so mean. <laughs> you know, Michelle... I was protecting the celebrities, uh, which is part of my job. So did the celebrities pay everybody. you to do this, like, out of their pocket, or were the people oh, that were working at McDonald's paying taxes the ones paying for you to protect but those celebrities? No, I'm talking about celebrities that are walking in Times Square just like anybody else that actually would stop and ask could I pose with them for a photo because they just wanted a photo with a cop in Times Square. <laughs> and when the family from Utah asked me the same thing, I was more than happy to take off my hat, put it on the little blonde-haired kid, smile for a photo. Hey, don't hesitate right. to call us back. Michelle's just being mean. She's, she's mean. Being mean. Yeah, you're being mean. <laughs> Look, you know, Michelle, the system is what it is, and there are cops who, on all of all of them, get paid by the taxpayers, yeah. and some of them are worse than others. And it sounds like this guy at least is open minded, and I appreciate that. And I appreciate that the cop story. in Baltimore, where the story came out about six months ago. Somebody stopped and asked her for directions. She uh, tried. She threw him in jail. Hey, Tom, so, thanks for the call tonight, man. Don't hesitate to call us if you got any more uh, cop stories you want to share with us. Always appreciate hearing from uh, people in law enforcement at 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves, and being mean to the police is in uh, no way going to bring I was them on board asking. Yeah, you were asking that was a question a fair you already question. knew the answer to. <laughs> to be mean. 1-800-259-9231. Let's continue here with your calls. Jeff is listening to WTAR, WTAR in Virginia. Hello, Jeff. Hi, everyone. Hey, what's um, on your mind? First time hearing your show, actually, I think, uh, just got lucky and, and, and turned it on tonight. Well, you can get lucky uh, every night of the week there in Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> with Mark and Ian, I'm only, only me once a week. Yeah, if it's, if, if it's with uh, Mark and Ian, you're not getting as lucky. <laughs> <laughs> That's good one. Um, yeah, well, I, I was only calling in, um, uh, you know, was, was talk about strange things happening. Um, you know, you talk, we talk about the rapture, such an unusual thing, obviously. The, the, but, you know, they, they've thought this, and Jehovah Witnesses have thought this many, uh, I don't know how many times, mm -hmm. and they've gotten to the point now where they come to my door and they say there is no rapture. It's not in the Bible. And uh, I think the founder of Jehovah's Witnesses was standing on 6th Street, 6th Street in Pittsburgh waiting for 1914 or something, waiting, dressed in white, waiting for a UFO or whatever to come by and, and, and whatever. So you're but saying the, the Jehovah's idea, Witnesses have changed their doctrine? They no longer believe in this story? Actually, actually don't believe it anymore. And, and, and when they come to my door now, I, I point out in the Bible certain places where it definitely shows that it's, 
they say that it's a um, the, the the great um, the great voice, the great great uh, crowd in heaven. They try to explain it away as uh, basically your people are still on earth, but the, but there's a voice, but their voices are in heaven or something. They try to they try to come up with some kind of an explanation for it, and and when they do, I point out a couple of places uh, in the Bible, and and when I do, uh, they don't have any. It's so obvious that it's not that that they they don't have any. Um, so wait, are you recourse. saying that you think the rapture is going to happen? I know the rapture is going to happen. Yes, I'm not going to say it's going to happen um, at any particular time. Okay. Jesus, right. hey. Jesus did not. We don't know the day or the thanks hour. thanks for the call, man. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you'd like. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. You can go there and get interactive in various different ways, including the webcam. You can go watch, listen, and chat because the chat room is built into the very same page you can do all of that for free of course go to cam.freetalklive.com that's cam.freetalklive.com coming up in one month from today now just about uh starting on june 20th through the 26th it is porcupine freedom festival 2011 brought to you by the free state project it is a yearly event that occurs in the beautiful white mountains of new hampshire at rogers campground northern new hampshire it's an incredible location but the best part about being at pork fest is that you're around hundreds of other like-minded liberty-oriented people people that understand what it means to be free uh, not that we are yet, but we're working on it. And a lot of these folks are coming here to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Many of them have already moved, as those of us here in the studio have done. Uh, a number of them are considering moving, and they want to come to Porkfest to kind of see what it's all about, to see if these people that they hear so much about online and, and on the air are for real, and they absolutely are. And there are also people coming who have pledged to move, but they just haven't had a chance to get all their loose ends uh, tied together to actually make that move yet. So it'll be a group of people... That you really want to be around. It's like some people have described it as meeting family members that you never actually knew. And you actually get along with a lot of them. Yeah, that's a nice way to explain it. Yeah, because there's just a lot of uh, stuff that you have in common right out the gate. Without even having spoken word one to somebody at Porkfest, you already share similar belief systems. And so it makes for some interesting conversation Mm -hmm. and uh, great networking and a lot of fun, too. There's uh, family fun activities. There are going to be, I think, musical performances karaoke contest uh the soapbox idol contest uh, a number of uh, i think there's even going to be a dunk tank mark you and i believe are signed up to participate in this dunk tank no, are shirts. you both going to get dunked presumably i can assure you ian's going to get dunked <laughs> i will buy a whole bunch of softballs you'll, to dunk you just keep throwing until you uh, you get me <laughs> i just hope i could just keep on repeating it i i, I imagine I, I i fantasize the ability to just keep on bang every now time he gets up there he says something just like half a word comes out of his mouth and then bang i, you know, him I wish again. i actually had talent and then bang like, i got him again you know, <laughs> just, i wish i actually had talent like the guy that um have you ever seen the clown that you dunk at the the fair the guy Bobo. that just Tra- trash talks 
everybody that yeah. steps up. Oh, yeah. Oh, I wish I could do that. That's some funny stuff. I remember when I went to the fair, just standing there watching that guy trash talk people because hey, he was hey, so good hey, at it. Hey, buddy. Ha, ha, nice shorts. <laughs> you know, he just he keeps it Except up. he's a lot better than that, yeah. a lot funnier. Yeah. Well, uh, the one time yeah. I saw it, I, you know, I was amazed. He was saying all kinds of bigoted things to the black guys walking by. Calling people I, fat. I mean, just uh, making just fun of- amazing yeah, stuff. Skinny, There's also going to be a roast, a I hear, too. Eyes. Speaking yeah. of, of Stefan Molyneux uh, from Freedom Main, Freedom Main Radio is going to be roasted as yes. they uh, as they call it. Uh, but yeah, the, the the clown bozo or whatever his name is, uh, you know, he basically picks on everybody for everything. Yeah, and he so he's, he's repeating the same lines over and over again. But you're you're, hearing you're only there for a short period of time. And what so, are you going to wear? What in general or while no, I'm at the dunk tank? In the dunk tank. I have not decided. <laughs> <laughs> One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. So porkfest dot com. Uh, Free talk live going to be broadcasting live. P o r c f e s t dot com. You can go and uh, get registered and save yourself twenty percent if you'd like. You can use our discount code, which is Free Talk Live. Run it all together as one word with uh, without any spaces. So Free Talk Live to save twenty percent at porkfest dot com. P o r c f e s t. As we continue, we will take your calls about what you want. Edward is listening in Louisiana to XM's America's Talk. Hello, Edward. Edward? Hello, how are you? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Yeah, you were talking about if you were drunk, would you still go in the rapture? I'd like to quote the words of Jesus to you, if I may. All right. Already. He said, if you begin to say, my Lord delays his coming and begin to be drunk and beat your fellow servants, he will cut you asunder and appoint your portion with the unbeliever. Wait, Jesus is going to cut me if I'm drunk? Wait a second. So he, wait, there were two parts to that. You said, if the drinking part and you do what? And begin to beat your fellow servants. And you beat your fellow servants. So you can be drunk, yes. but you can't beat somebody to to be raptured? Faith is not just words. Faith is corresponding action for what you say you believe. Right. And, since, and since Jesus was a proponent of drinking alcohol, I mean, he, he did, did turn water to wine. He right? did. And he also said that it was medicinal for those that, um, you know, are, are suffering and things. So so he never said that one not ought to drink alcohol. But I there is certainly plenty there in the Bible that says that you ought not to beat people. So I think that that's probably an indication if you are drinking and beating people that you are not living by the two rules that God laid out, which is love your God with all your heart, soul, your mind, love your neighbor as yourself. So, Treat others like you would like to be treated. Let me see if I've got this clear. You're saying that Jesus says you can be drunk and be raptured, but you can't be in a fight and be raptured. No, they're two are inevitably linked together. Fighting is it's all. Like if you, it's, it's like if you say that you hate someone because of their color or other reasons. And you say you love God, it says you're a liar and don't even think you have eternal life. All right, so you are saying that if you're drunk, that you will not be raptured? That's correct. So it doesn't matter if you're fighting, just period. If you, now, That's now, not what I heard, now, from, is heard it, you say. Now, but. is there going to be a, a, like a BAC test where you actually have to blow into something? Because, or is it just if you have uh, any point zero one? is that enough? Like, what's the BAC? What's the blood alcohol content that you'll need to cross the threshold into drunk? What is, how do you define drunk? First of all, whatever you do, if it affects somebody else negatively, you're not supposed to do it. Like Paul said, if my eating meat sacrificed to an idol would wound my brother who's weak in conscience, I'll never eat meat as long as the world stands. So like voting for a politician like John McCain or Barack Obama, that would also preclude one from being raptured? No, I didn't say that. Because you're doing something to other people in right, that Right, I think it's disgusting when Christians go out and vote. 
Yeah, well, and I think you said vote. no, absolutely not. If, if I'm you, a Christian right here, and I will tell you emphatically that if you are voting, then you are exercising idolatry. First of all, <laughs> if you're a person that's white and you vote for someone simply because they're white, or if you're black and vote for someone simply because of the color of skin, you're a violation of scripture. But wait a minute, didn't says, you just say now? Did, it says henceforth, no, no man has the flesh. <laughs> didn't you just say a moment ago? Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't you just say if you are hurting somebody else that you can't be raptured? That's correct. Well, and if even you're if it's happening for... just in their own mind, because obviously Paul would give up meat just because it bothers them. So if there's one person out there that thinks that Christians voting is uh, is disgusting and then therefore that but they no, shouldn't do it, right? But wait a minute. You're actually voting for somebody who's going to hurt others. I mean, so if you're voting for somebody who's a murderer, doesn't that hurt by, by proxy? Doesn't that hurt others? Or do you believe that voting for a murderer somehow separates you from the murders that are committed in your name? Well, let me ask you a question. If a person votes for someone to put them in office simply because of their pocketbook, it benefits their pocketbook, and that person is for murdering the unborn. They become as guilty as the person that promotes the murder of the unborn as the politician does. So since the politician is murdering people around the world in the name of so-called democracy and freedom in the form of the war in Iraq, Afghanistan, Pakistan, you name it, uh, then therefore that would preclude anyone who is voting for those politicians as uh, for, you preclude them from the rapture, correct? I'm sorry, I didn't hear. I if was you, did you vote for George W. Bush? No, I did not. Well, that's a good thing. Who did you vote for? I did not. I didn't vote for anyone because Obama showed himself to be a liar because he's the one that said he would filibuster the FISA bill, and he showed himself to be a liar. In fact, he voted for it. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Let's continue I just here. heard Jesus saying there that uh, people should be servants or something. I don't get that either. Let's talk to Dan, listening also uh, to XM's America's Talk in New York. Dan, you're on Hello. Free Talk Live. Hello there. Yeah, can you, can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. Go ahead with your thoughts. Yeah, uh, the last caller, uh, and uh, previous callers before that, as far as saying you can't enter into heaven uh, or enter the, enter the rapture, uh, you know, over something humanistic, as, as we're, be, we're all human, how in the world could you not be fallible? It's crazy, ludicrous sure. to think that, you know, there's 800,000 words in the Bible. Do we go by all of them? Of course not. Of course not. It's ludicrous. <laughs> I mean, there's 800,000 words in the King James Version, and I ask my mom this all the time. She can't do this. You can't do that. I said, well, you know, how in the world can you go by everything in a book of that size? Yeah, absolutely. They were just written by – the words were written by men anyway, so they, were, they just wanted to control people. Hey, thanks, Dan, for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. More coming up with your thoughts at 800-259-9231. Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. Talk live, enough time for you and your thoughts. If you make the call now, we might be able to sneak you in here at 800-259-9231. And if you don't make it in tonight, call tomorrow night. We'll talk to you then. Uh, 1-800-259-9231. We do this thing live six nights a week. We actually have our uh, Sunday friends that do a, a Sunday edition as well. It's co-hosts only. Uh, so you can enjoy that online only at freetalklive.com. 
1-800-259-9231. We invite you to the website there, and you'll find that all the features are free. And it's thanks to great folks like Jason Osborne and SACL CAI. Yeah, if you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections, SACL CAI can handle collections, early outbilling, and they purchase charged-off receivables. Jason Osborne, principal over there, big supporter of Liberty, big supporter of Free Talk Live. You should support him and support SACL CAI. It's, uh, they're the top banner on the right-hand side of the page at freetalklive.com. Right back into your phone calls. Captain Ned, listening in Florida, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Captain Ned. Hey, Michelle, Mark, and Ian. How are you guys doing tonight? Well, Good, sir. Your mind, Ned. Go ahead. Good, Ned. Hey, hey uh, Michelle, remind me to get to the selective service brochure I got from the post office uh, today in a minute, but I'd like to uh, talk about a little two weeks ago, Michelle. Two weeks ago, Michelle took over the airwaves and left a lot of us struggling whether if we even wanted to be free or if voluntary servitude may be a long sought after answer. Uh, was that was that two weeks ago? Yes, it was. I don't well, even know what you're talking about. Well, I don't. When Michelle took over the airwaves about her uh, thing. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, about anyway. me about the me being owned. Oh, that conversation. Like, hey, you guys just hang on to things and just don't I, let them go. This is entertainment, more, okay? Yeah, I don't know what was more entertaining, that or Mark and Ian getting into it last night. That was great. Yeah, that was fantastic. Some people like us to fight like we're brothers. Other people, you know, think it's very disturbing. Oh, that was excellent. But anyway, let me get to the selective service. Please. Uh, a couple weeks ago, this young kid called, and you guys were congratulating I'm not registering. Yeah. I picked this thing up, and it's, it, it's extraordinarily interesting. It begins with, and here's the key to it right here, with few exceptions, all male U.S. citizens and male immigrant aliens residing in the U.S. And its territories must register. Okay, first of all, a U.S. citizen is sworn into the stadium. That's from Afghanistan, Krapistan, whatever, in a burqa or whatever. A, a, a natural-born citizen is a citizen of several states. Right there. I know we've talked about this before, Ned, and I've well, explained and, and, yeah, that citizens must, don't exist. But who must register? No, this is very key. All male U.S. citizens must Which register. would be no one. Well, no. And must, must, legally, must and shall are used in a lot of these documents. These words legally mean the same as may. They do not have a legal mandatory. You know, I've heard that. I've heard that claim. Have you actually validated that claim is by, you know, by looking at like Black's Law Dictionary or Ballantine's Law Dictionary? Well, no, but Article 2, Section 1 of the Constitution, the 62 words would stipulate who can be president. It clearly delineates between a natural born citizen, a citizen of several states, a state citizen, and a federal citizen. But do you see what I mean where, where Ned, I you do, just I made do, this yeah. declarative statement about that must actually means may in legalese. And I asked well, you, have you actually checked the definition in a legal dictionary? You said no, blew right by that, and then went on to make another claim. Do you see okay, how but let's, but let's get back to that makes what you one. have to say questionable? I, I know, but it's semantics. Are you going to suggest, <laughs> that, you suggest well, that my 17-year-old son turning 18 in October has to go... Uh, well, no, no, no. No, it's not. very interesting. All U.S., all male U.S. citizens, that is a federal citizen, that's a 14th Amendment citizen, must register if they are between 18 and 25. A natural-born citizen of the several states united... A we the people citizen, uh, uh, you know, that citizen is not required to register. So what does it say on your passport? Uh, Doesn't it say Just by the way, I'm sorry. Look, hey, hey, Ned, Ned, I've heard the claim before about must meaning may, and it's an interesting claim. But according to Ballantyne's Law Dictionary, uh, this is the third edition, the definition of must indicates compulsion. 
So yeah, they indicate that, but I'm going right to all male U.S. citizens. That there are no here. such. He's saying there's that no they're not name. U.S. citizens. He's saying that there's either a citizen of the several states or a U.S. citizen. A U.S. citizen is only somebody citizen. who has, uh, you know, signed up for citizenship and is from some other country. Immigrated Even in that team. case, they don't. There's no federal, such thing as a citizen, Ned. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you, man. We've talked about this before. Maybe I didn't make it clear. But the definition of a citizen is one who owes a duty of allegiance in return for an obligation of protection. If there is no obligation to protect, and there's not, I can cite Supreme Court case after Supreme Court case to prove that, then therefore there is no such thing as a citizen. Even if you believe you're a citizen, sorry, it's just not true. Well, they don't. They, it's just not true. Well, the, you're talking about sort of reality. Ned's talking about legal land. And in mm-hmm. legal land, he's saying that there's a difference between a, U, a citizen of the several states no, and No, I'm talking about US legal citizen. land. A Supreme Court case is legal land. And the, in Supreme the Supreme Court case does not say that a citizen is a person who has an, a duty of allegiance for an obligation of protection. Uh, the Supreme, Supreme Court goes case by says the definition of... The courts go by <laughs> legal definitions, Mark. They go by legal dictionaries and if you go and look up the legal definition of citizen i've got valentines right here and i've looked it up before and i can do it again for you when courts make decisions they write in legalese they're using the definitions in the legal uh, dictionaries to make their decisions and the, the term citizen means what it means you can't get away from that so sorry there is no such thing as a citizen state citizen national citizen whatever as long as the government is not protecting you as long as they have no obligation to protect you there's no such thing as a citizen. I'm sorry. I understand that's uh, iconoclastic. The people don't want to believe it's true. But go look up the definition for yourself. Okay. So, Ian, based on that and what you're reading there in terms of the definition, if someone claims that the uh, that they're protecting you, they mm-hmm. work. They're, they're police officers. They're military. Right. The president will say things yeah. like they, it's his job to protect you. They've been hired to protect you mm-hmm. and the fact that they are trained and that they strap on a weapon. and They're just passing on misinformation. That's yeah. all. Go look up no obligation to protect. Google that and you will find at least two different court cases within the first three or four uh, results that will show you what the Supreme Court has said about the government having any obligation to you. They have no obligation to protect you. They have no obligation to provide you with any services whatsoever. And so therefore you, in a kind of reverse fashion, have no obligation to them. No duty to them. Now, that doesn't mean that they won't put you in a cage if you don't do what they say, but it does mean that the idea of a citizen is a bunch of nonsense. It's a code word for surf. 1-800-259-9231. We continue with you and your thoughts. We'll go to, I believe, Ross is in Arizona on the amp lines. Hello, Ross. Hey, uh, Ian, Mark, Michelle. Hey, what's on your mind, Ross? Um, just real quickly, uh, I, I know it's, tonight was mostly about the rapture and stuff, and I guess it's sort of it's the same thread of doing right and wrong. I want to talk about the IMF sex scandal. Oh, dear. Yeah, it's not a big case. Um, it just it just really pointed out to me something that bugs me every now and then is that, um, like like as if sex scandals were like the most egregious thing that these men in power could ever be doing. Mm. You know, right. um, and just to give, I guess background for people who aren't up with the story. This Dominique Strauss Kahn is the head of the IMF, and uh, he's also he was rumored to be the next. Allegedly. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, right, allegedly. Um, and uh, so anyway, he, he's the head of the IMF, and he's a really big player. And um, he supposedly, um, in a hotel in New York, um, sexually assaulted a maid. And so he was under like $5 million bail and like house arrest, and they got him off a plane at JFK. And I just want to say, like, things like this disappoint me because 
what he does in the IMF, if people really understood that, it would be so... So, so much uh, bigger of a deal than a sex scandal. Sure, right. sure. I mean, Essentially, he's, he's an economic hitman, and it's it's a big deal that you know he takes down nations uh, or it subjugates nations to uh, the power of the IMF. He's screwing millions of people. Right. So the idea that he's going to get busted for screwing one in particular is yeah. ironic. Ross, good point. Thanks for the call tonight, man. Let's talk to I believe we've got Matt calling in Illinois. You're on Free Talk Live on the Amp Lines. Hello, Matt. Meet me, Ian, Mark, and Michelle. Hey, Matt. What's on your Hello. mind? Um, I was curious, Michelle, you mentioned before that you're a writer, and I was curious what you write. Oh, okay. Do you you write books? I'm finishing up a a fictional novel right now, and I have um, written several uh, children's stories, none of which I've sent into publication because I'm a big fat chicken, but I'm overcoming that. (laughs) (laughs) And um, yeah, I don't... Expect to be told no. Yeah, and so I had, believe it or not, I'm like a leather-covered marshmallow. I'm totally tough on the outside, a complete <laughs> wimp on the inside, and the idea of rejection is just devastating to me. So, oh. yeah, I know. <laughs> Why would anyone wrap a marshmallow in leather? <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess when your book does come out, you'll let us know so we can promote it on the air? Absolutely, right, thanks. very good. Hey, Matt, thanks for the call, man. Let's talk to Ricky in Norfolk, listening to WTAR. You're on Free Talk Live. Ricky. Hey guys, hey, real quick question for Michelle. You said earlier in reference to um, learning something about you know what, what, how far you can push police or something you learned from a video or a person. Do you, can you tell me what that was, where I can research that info at? Yeah, Pete Ayer is the person in particular, but um, Copblock. Copblock. Copblock.org, C-O-P-B-L-O-C-K, Copblock.org is a great resource for people to learn more about their rights. Uh, also, Flex Your Rights has a couple good videos as well. And uh, thanks for the call tonight. We're out of time, but we'll be back tomorrow. You can join us online in the meantime. If we're all still here, of course, it's Free Talk Live. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal. But something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait. There's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to LibertyStickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers.